and welcome to another episode of Andrew's Amazing Podcast. I'm your host, James Santana, and as always, I'm joined by my fellow AIM scientist, Hunter Vera Lira. I'm missing an arm. That's me. <laughs> that's I'm, like I'm, I'm Gary, I think is the name. The one missing the arm. Yeah, it's actually one of the, that's actually one of the funniest parts of that Dude, show. That's Sam Richardson. He's fucking hilarious. I love him. We'll talk about this. Clearly, you know we're going to be talking about Murdoch today. Murdoch. But before we get to that, we're brought to you by Andrew's Amazing Comics down in Saville, New York. Now, let's start first with some news. Let's talk about the big news on everyone's minds. It's been covered by a bunch of other outlets. Let's, do, let's, let's talk about it straight up. Does Batman go down? Heroes don't do that. Apparently they don't. <laughs> According to DC, no one in DC eats pussy. Nobody. <laughs> That's so heavy. <laughs> the way you said that. Hard P. You were like, fuck that. I'm like, whoa. That's apparently according to DC, nobody eats pussy. I know. I mean, the villains do, but the heroes don't. Right. All right, so as much as we joke about this, uh, <laughs> this comes out of one of the writers uh, getting an interview with Vanity Fair. Uh, talking about um, season three, Harley Quinn. Talking about season three, Harley Quinn, and how much the show has changed storytelling dynamics by focusing on the villains, um, doing fun, doing fun, uh, quirky, episodic stuff, but also having a great plot uh, and character growth through the series. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talk about they talk about one of the things they were able to, they had to, be, to cut, and it's a scene where Batman goes down on Catwoman. Whether or not we see anything, which we wouldn't have, yeah, or whatever the context is, apparently it was deemed too inappropriate. From the DC no, higher ups. it wasn't deemed inappropriate. It was what, still deemed no. inappropriate. What, no, it's not if deemed, they're not showing it, it was deemed inappropriate. No. Whether or not they do it to sell toys, it was deemed inappropriate. So the reason I want the pussy eating Batman toy now. So the reasoning if behind it. They make a Harley Quinn line of toys. I mean, by the way, that's yeah. So that Batman design is fucking chunky, and I love so it. So the reasoning behind the, 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 the DC's reasoning behind cutting that scene is that we sell toys uh, because we can't sell a toy of a hero that's going down on somebody. You're not going to sell a toy. It's like the McDonald's <laughs> toy. You, you squeeze Batman's legs and his head goes down into Catwoman where she's... <laughs> yeah, like, what is... Like, what kind of toys are you fucking tell like, here, dude? Was, like, this, let's be fair. It, it, it's, you know there's one of those metronome birds that dips their head into the water? Is it, you push Batman's, Batman's head down, he's dipping it, into Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but DC's like, we can't sell this toy. <laughs> what toy are you making? <laughs> let's be fair. If you guys haven't watched Holly Quinn, go back to our spoiler episode. We talk about the show. and clearly, about both seasons. Yeah. And clearly he's not for children. The show yeah. is not... Chi- There's that, no, like, dicks and stuff. No, but, but it's not child-oriented. This is no. not a show that... It's, it's adult humor. There's a, a lot of sex jokes, yeah. and there's blood and violence. Yeah, it's something like Invincible, or It's like, definitely more Invincible than it is, like, let's it, say, Avengers. Be, it, like, it's a very adult swimming. It's very adult swimming. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, do you, there's no products for anything that's on Adult Swim. I've actually never even... Oh, there is. I've actually never even is seen it? a Harley Quinn merchandise besides, like, like toy merchandise, oh, I yeah, should say. Yeah, that's it. I would love to see merchandise for um, toys, like a multiverse, uh, DC multiverse version of like Batman or Harley Quinn. Oh, from or the show? Kite Man, hell yeah. But yeah, that's, that's, where, that's where they're probably selling it. That's, that's what they're probably trying to do. And they're like, they're whoa. They're trying to do the multiverse ones because they already have uh, Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad coming out. They have the animated Harley but Quinn. But what so. show, what merch have you seen from Adult Swim stuff? Aquatine Hunger Force has merch. Oh, uh, that's what Brothers does. has merch. Yes. Yeah, but... I think Axe Cop was them. Uh, yeah, yeah Axe Cop. No, that's Fox. That's Fox. Okay. That was Fox. Um, but still, it's an adult anime show. Yeah. So they still made stuff. You could still sell that. So what's the big deal? It's because it's DC and they're a big corporation. And I guess whoever answered the email was like, Batman. I think, I think after all this, they're going to go back and let them put the scene in. Oh, probably. It's a dumb. They're weak. Dude, you, you're the same studio was okay showing Batman have sex with, Cat, uh, Batman have sex with Batgirl on a rooftop. You are oh, the same company that was okay printing Almost hardcore sex between Batman and Catwoman in New 52 
in the opening book. There was only thing that was missing is a full spread eagle page and penetration. They printed Batman's penis until people went, there's a penis. And no, they, went, they didn't do it. No, they, they the people didn't do it. It was... The they had the deal that jumped the gun and shot at fire before there was an actual fire. What I'm saying, like they but printed no, the penis. Yeah, and no one cared. Yeah, no one cared. So what the hell is your reason? Because you can't sell. To, no one's. There's no deep sea diving Batman toy coming out. Not coming out. There was one. There, there was one. Deep diving Batman. Yeah, in he's nineties, and he, it's the same suit he wears when he's about to go down. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> he needs his rebreather. <laughs> <laughs> the man has built-in handlebars on his suit. Come on. I know. Yonk. Yonk. <laughs> So does Batman go down? Absolutely. Batman definitely goes down. It's a power control thing. Heroes go down. Heroes go down. Yeah. Heroes go down. Is it a power thing? <laughs> it's a power I thing. control Gotham, but you control me. Yeah, like... <laughs> dude, it, Something it, like that. It's also Catwoman. Come on. It's not like it was... It's not, it's not like a scene where it's like him and like whoever. Some like Rashford's like Fairchild yeah. or like especially with Vicky Catwoman, Bale. Especially with Catwoman they presented with yeah. us with in the Harley Quinn show, who's like... Doesn't give a shit and yeah. like a sassy motherfucker. Yeah, like, yeah, he definitely goes down. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely that goes version down. of Batman. Yes, <laughs> that, that version. I can of Batman imagine. Definitely goes I can down. imagine fucking the scene. Uh, she, they're going down, and then Robin comes in. Have you seen my dad? And then the blanket is like pointy ears, and she goes, "No, no. wait, <laughs> yeah. Catwoman, what are you doing in here?" <laughs> that's exactly what that yeah, scene like, probably was. <laughs> you know, and that's have it. you seen Batman? And it's something stupid. It's a comedy show. It wouldn't have been yeah. this hard. They're making it seem like they're, they're making a hardcore hentai like out of this. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Like it, it, it's. I love how the internet's reaction to this is though. It's like they're going hard. It's, it's funny. great. It's fucking funny. It's like memes and like it's the. <laughs> oh my god! If you've never seen how powerful the internet is, this is how powerful the internet can get. Final verdict. That means pussy. Yes or no? Absolutely. Then yes. All Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to more. Pro and it has to be that Batman. <laughs> Daedric Bader Batman. Yes, absolutely. Brave and the Bold Batman. <laughs> I don't think he does. Oh, really? I think he's afraid. Because he's based <laughs> off this. <laughs> he's afraid? Batman the Brave and the Bold is afraid of nothing. <laughs> but that's the only thing you're afraid of. That's why you don't come out on the show. <laughs> he's afraid of it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> he's like, it's a cave. <laughs> it's a cave, and I don't like going in caves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we don't have like a family-friendly show. No, we don't have a sponsor that would take it down if we had too much, too much vulgarity. Yeah, whatever. We're lucky Ant doesn't listen to this. Ant <laughs> <laughs> would be like, cut it. I know, I remember the one time he's like, yeah, you guys swear a lot. Yeah, we do. Well, yeah, because who cares? Yeah, exactly. We're being real. Yeah. We don't want to be too uptight. If we had a sponsor and they told us, hey... A little bit different. Then we'd, yeah. So you can watch, we are open for sponsorships. Yeah, hit us up. <laughs> You want to hit the next piece of news? Uh, yeah, I'll hop into more DC stuff since yep. we're relevant. Um, so Blue Beetle. Yep. Will be a P will be. Oh my God. Will be HBO word? Max exclusive. Oh yes, but what's the what was I gonna say? I had a word that I was gonna say. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, I forgot what it was. <laughs> Your brain, like I was watching. You I like, lost the word. And you're like, I had it and I lost it. <laughs> you like drifted off. Like, <laughs> oh, I lost him. Blue Beetle will be an HBO Max exclusive film, good or bad, is what I put down. I, I saw that. Um. I, I'm, just, I'm sorry, you shut down like a robot. For a I, I had a word. And I was like, like, that's, that's what the sentence would be. And I just went, forgot it. Uh, I'm like, is yeah, he just drifting? <laughs> um, good or bad? Um, I think it's a double-edged sword. It is. I, it's good that we're getting it, yeah. but it's bad that we're not getting it to the general audience. I'm okay with that. Does that mean... Does that mean... Obviously, the hardcore fans will get into it, yeah, but of course, yeah. like, does that mean DC doesn't trust small characters to yep. hold movies? I was that's, just about to say that. That's yeah. exactly the reason why, and I, that's why I'm also okay with that. Yeah. Because it's Disney Plus has been doing it. Soul, for some reason, that, that would have been great. Yeah, that would be Soul great. was Disney Plus exclusive. Well, that's um, but, but, but it wasn't the premiere access. It was no. just Disney Plus. Yeah. 
Same with Luca, the new movie that's yep. coming out with the mermaid people. Yep. But things like Raya and the Last Dragon yeah. was a premier access. Yeah. Cruella, premier access. Right. Why not have Luca be premier access? I don't want it to be premier access because I like the movies. Because some but... of it, and I get it. I definitely get it. Um, for and I'll just use HP. I'll use this Blue Beetle uh, yeah. one for example. The major reason, and you hit it on the, the the nail on the head with that, it is definitely like them going. We can't trust this character to be in. A, nobody in, knows. Nobody knows. Blue Beetle. Especially Jaime. Right. Um, it's the major. It's my major reason where. Um, I was gonna tell you something uh, later. Uh, about movies. Anyway. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a major reason why certain things, like when you have an unknown character, it's better to not only build them up in some sort of mm-hmm. fashion, whether it's through a TV show or in a comic book, and yeah. then and Plus, then uh, Zack this. Snyder wanted to have Ryan Choi show up in Justice League 1, Justice League 2, and then have an Adam movie. Right. Exactly. He showed up in Zack Snyder's or something, not the regular one. Right. Do something, some yeah. way to build up the character. to tease it up. Right. Same with Martian Man. Yes. You got to do something like that for a lower char- lower mm-hmm. tier character. Not that the character's bad, it's just it's a lower tier character in the, in the pantheon He's of DC characters. Known. So, them putting an HBO Max exclusive, it's fine with me. Yeah. Because, it, let's be fair, if it bombed out of box office, people would be like, oh, well, it's another DC shit show. It's not because the movie's bad. Who's gonna say the kids? Plenty of good movies bomb. It's yeah. just the the critics will see it as oh it's a flop. Yeah, and the audience will be like, but it was fucking good. Yeah, and also it's a Blue Beetle movie. Who the fuck is Blue Beetle? I mean, yeah. I, we know yeah, it, we, yeah, but obviously. that's it's all wheelhouse. But apparently, Batgirl's also supposed to do this as well. They haven't fully announced it yet, right. but there's rumor that Batgirl is gonna do the same scenario with this. If Batgirl does that, I think it's more again standing alone in its own story. If it's if they were doing like. Let's say after this whole Discovery merger goes through. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we want to do the Snyderverse. We're going to do that in theaters by itself. And that's going to be one thing. And then everything else that we make that's not tied into that will be um, HBO Max yeah. exclusive content. But then we're, that means we're not going to see Blue Beetle cross over with anything. Which is fine. Yeah, but I would like... Which uh, is also fine. You know me, fine. I like greater universe stuff. Which is That's also Because I've been treated fine. to the MCU. Yeah, but... Where they're like, even Shang-Chi's involved. And but, you're like, who? But again... <laughs> and I, I was saying this to a customer the other day. Marvel has brainwashed everyone to believe that every superhero movie they make is great, even when they're bad. It's well, great. I, I know it's, bad it's, it's super... It's, Thor it, the Dark World, Incredible Hulk, Captain Marvel, and Iron Man 2. All... Iron Man Wasp. I like that, that movie, personally, awful. but the that other ones are... Awful. Thor the other Ragnar- ones are objectively awful. terrible. Awful. That movie's awful. I at me. At me. Rotten Tomatoes. I don't care what Rotten. I I don't care what Rotten Tomatoes says. They saw Rotten Tomatoes. I, the reason why I don't like Rotten Tomatoes is because anybody can rate anything. Yes, in the audience score. Yeah, the the, the regular critics are top grade. Critics, critics don't who know are, how to. Critics don't know how to actually grade superhero movies. So what they end up doing is going, oh, this is just like the last one. I like it because it's funny. Yeah, it's good. Instead of going this. The mat- the comparing the, the the theme to the plot of the movie, going, yeah, no, it doesn't work out. Thematically, this is if this was an action movie doing the same thing, they're like, this doesn't make sense. But because it's Marvel and it has this br- this brainwashing technique over everyone, I want people to start meaning that there are bad Marvel movies. There Airbnb- are. I just named four. No, I know. I know. You named two extra ones which aren't really bad. They're bad. Ant Man and Wasp isn't terrible. Ant Man Wasp is awful. And Thor Ragnarok is one of the best ones. You're objectively wrong, but it's no, okay to be wrong. No, uh, I, I, I. It's the same reason why comedy sequels aren't that great, in my opinion. It's because it's everything that they did in the first... Uh, Guardians... You're saying comedy sequel... Oh, you're talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought you were saying no, Ragnarok. I was like, Ragnarok isn't a comedy no, no, sequel. No, no. It's just a comedy by itself. Yeah, no. It, it, I'm talking about Ant-Man and Wasp. Okay. I'm not talking about... I'm not we'll talking about Love Guardians. and Thunder has the same... Right, because it, it's the same... My Same director, yeah. at least. Well, that's the whole thing. It's, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Talking did a good job 
Okay. For we're, I know we're talking about Thor Ragnarok right now. Taika did a good job, yes, portraying comedy, and not as much heart as what Thor was going through, but he still portrayed Thor being depressed. He still did it. Have you watched that movie recently? I have watched the movie. He's fucking like down on his luck for a while, and he's like, oh man, this sucks. And then you don't get to see all of it because we need a rock and roll show right when he gets to Sakaar. Yeah, like... And it, then when he's in Endgame, that's when it hits him in the fucking face. I don't... Like, again, this is not a, a Jared Tyker because that is his style. I, I you know we've talked about, we've talked about yeah, this off-mic or movies. something else. We were talking about it. Um, we're we, talking about Jojo Rabbit. That's what it was. We were talking about Jojo Rabbit. And again, that's very much the same thing. It's very thematically different from the book. Yeah. Um... And he likes to make things his own. Right, which is fine. That's and a, also, I'm okay the, with that. The first Thor movie had humor in it. Oh, yeah, it did. The oh, second 100%. Thor movie, Awful. what happened? It's a, So having a third movie be more like the first one, I'm okay with. But also... But your whole thing is like, it's, Thor didn't have a fucking panic attack and cry a lot. He needed... There needs to be more... Again, I'm I'm sorry, but you don't have to jab in fart and dick jokes to make a better movie. I don't there's, any, there's only one dick joke. A, no, I, I use that as a kind of oh, okay. oversight. Like, it was only when Hulk was walking, getting out of the bathroom, he went, oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. That's the only that. dick joke. No, okay. no, that, I just use that as terminology over when you over-infuse comedy into something where you don't have to. It's like over but, is TNA. Right, exactly. Same thing. Like you don't need it. You don't need Do I like it? Yeah. Yes. Do I need it? No. no. Exactly. It's like, oh, well, we have. there's no reason to have this movie. It's like the original. It's like Iron Man 2. Way too much TNA. And then they were like, all right, let's move yeah. on. Yeah. Like when I was first introduced, her head whips up and her boobs are out. And you're like, okay then. There's a whole shot. And then Avengers, she's bouncing around trying to get out of the chair. Whole, and I'm like, oof. There's a whole scene in <laughs> Iron Man 2 where, like, where they're introducing her. And they pull up like, this lingerie spread she did. By the way, I finally seen those pictures when that movie came out. <laughs> you were like, nice. I'm like, nice. <laughs> um, no, but but I, that's the same yeah, point. Like, like, you didn't why? have to do that. Yeah, but they did. It's, but they did it. And I, and I knocked that movie for that, too. And right after Avengers, her suits got a little bit more tame. Well, and her new suit is, like, pregnant. armor. She was also pregnant in one of those movies. Uh, uh, Age of Ultron, Ultron, right? Yeah. Age of Ultron, and I think also Civil War. One of those, yeah. One, around that time, like, yeah. 2015, 2016. Yeah. Whenever, yeah. So, yeah, that's also why her suit changed. But, yes, that's exactly it. Over it, when you overstuff a movie, when you, when you try to add stuff where you don't have to add it, and that's what it is. I think Taika can do just comedy by itself. Yeah. I think the problem is that they took a comedy actor and did this. Also, I don't like the comedy mo- director. Um, I know I like him, but I don't like the. I also don't like the whole fact that the MCU space stuff all has to have the same nineteen. 19- yeah, like I like that. I like it, it makes a cohesive universe. No, it makes a cohesive universe, but the problem is what that's what makes Guardians unique out of all of them. When now everything like, now Thor and Captain Marvel are trying to do the same thing. Captain Marvel, but they fail on that point. Captain Marvel. Was set in the eighties on Earth, nineties on Earth, nineties on Earth, and did not have the same rock and roll. But feel. they were trying to do that. I feel like they didn't at I'm all. About, look, if you look at the advertising for that movie, I don't remember the advertising. Go back and look at the advertising for that movie. It was very much like it's gaudy. It's it, look at the it's all the nineties. Remember the nineties guys, and then like it was supposed to have that bright look. Same thing like they did in Thor Ragnarok. It, it I think Thor Ragnarok hits the head on the more cosmology that MCU set up with James Gunn than Captain Marvel does. No, it, it's fine. No, it does. It does mm. do more cosmology building. But what I'm talking about is like in the advertisement, it's supposed to all be the same type of um, everything that happens in space. Is supposed to have this kind of like '80s '90s feel. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. Every movie's supposed to be unique. You know, I if, know, but if you're, every you're Thor, to set cohesion. No, no, you're not doing that by doing that because you're like when you do. I don't mind if you go. Guardians one, two, and three all look and sound the same. The the that makes sense. That's, that trilogy. makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But 
you don't have to have your Thor and Captain Marvel movie. If Thor goes up into space and they set up space as funky, Thor has to have some fun. No, it doesn't. Because Thor himself and the story you're trying to tell does not the have only, to change the only, it. Like, I think you're going way too off your I hate Ragnarok rocker right now because you're saying, oh man, Thor was too colorful. It had like two scenes where there was color and it was on Sakaar. That's it. No, I know. It, it was the explosions and it of was that the face paint. Yeah, 90% of that movie is on Sakaar. Yes, but you're like, oh my god, it has too much funkiness to it. There's one song they use. And there's the one scene when they're in the village and everything's exploding where everything is colorful and fun. It's not like a rock and roll fucking Guardians movie like in the slightest. No, no. But I'm saying that you don't have to add those themes to this movie. I'm saying there weren't really those themes. Yes, there is. They had one song. Yeah! That's it. That's it at the end. That's That's it. That's the only thing that was in the same vein as Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't believe it. Besides the party that they had on the island. uh, The island. The party they had after Thor and Hulk became buddies. When they're walking through the, t- the fucking thing and Tessa Thompson shows up and they go, point break. Where Bruce is in the blanket on the street. Oh, when he first yeah. reverted back to yes. being Hulk. Yeah, that, that's like fun. the only fun party thing because they're celebrating something. Yeah, no. And besides Grandmaster's character. But Grandmaster is allowed to be like that Well, it's just it's just Jeff Goldblum playing himself. He didn't have a script. <laughs> yeah, they were like, he wandered on set. That's, that's really what they did. It's the same reason why I believe when Snoop Dogg's ever on a track, he just wanders into the studio, starts rapping, they're like, hit record. I mean, it's spitting fire. Like it's not, it's a thing. He's not, he's not a real actor. He's just a person that he's a homeless person that wanders around Hollywood onto sets and just starts acting. We've been on too much of a tirade. I know. Ragnarok. Anyway, so Batgirl, HBO back, Max. Hit back to what it's you're fine when they're going cohesion. So I don't mind cohesion. It's better with um. So I, so I don't mind with um, uh, Ruby being on its own right now for HBO Max because it allows them to explore like smaller corners of the universe. Whether it's not ca- whether it's canon or not to the uh, the Snyderverse, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not, uh, only because the Snyderverse needs to be fixed first before we do anything else. The um, problem with the Snyderverse is it's still going even without Snyder. Yeah, because we have Shazam was Shazam the first one. and Aquaman Man. and Black and Adam Wonder Woman technically tied and Black to- Adam. Well, Wonder Woman we don't have a third, hundred percent. No, the one one and two were tied. To yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. Wonder Woman one and two, Aquaman, Shazam, and Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Are officially part of the Snyderverse. Yeah, we and don't Su- know. Suicide Squad. Oh, it's Suicide Squad. And One and two. Yeah, and Birds of Prey. Yeah, I'd say only because of Margot Robbie. That's... If the Margot Robbie wasn't Harley Quinn, it'd be very different. Yeah. It's not even like the same tone. Oh, I know. Because there's no Joker. You know what sucks is we never got to see the scene where Joker's throwing all the stuff out of the house and Harley's like down yeah. her luck. It sucks. I kind of want to see that scene. Well, it was they had a cut. No, which was that from Birds of Prey? It was gonna be in Birds of Prey. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm thinking Jared Little wasn't in it, but it was some guy with green hair throwing yeah. stuff out the window, and I was like, that's kind of weird. Yeah, but no yeah. So we have so more. we still have eight movies that are tied to the Snyderverse, regardless. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna do it anyway without it, but I do like the fact that they're going to explore smaller bits of the DC universe without it being theatrical, because again, people suck, and they'll just be it's DC and it sucks. Trust me, ask anyone that walks in here. It's because they rushed the gun and they made a bad movie. Yeah, it's fair. And it's, honestly, if Batman v Superman has its faults, yeah, of course it does. But it's a decent movie. Yeah. And they didn't jump the gun too much on that because it's technically Man of Steel two yeah. with Batman in it, which would have been it's a decent way to introduce Batman. Yeah. Would I have liked a solo movie first? Absolutely. Obviously, but introducing him in the in a sequel with that. Hmm? But the thing is, they tried to do too much. We had Wonder Woman as well introduced in there. Yep. Wait on Wonder Woman. Yep. And then. Justice League was the big one that made people go, DC movies suck. Yeah. Because one, there was two directors. Yep. With two it, very it, different visions. Because if you look at Zack Snyder's Justice League, it's all pretty cohesive. It is a little... It's, it's, it's okay. It's long... 
Again, every, it's also just okay. It's it's not bad, but you have to understand it's four hours, and that's not the cut you would have gotten in a theater. Yeah, you would have gotten a two-hour cut. Yeah, a lot of that they're like, oh well, it's like fucking four hours. It's slow. I'm like, do you realize that's not an actual cut of a movie you would have sat in a movie theater with? Mm-hmm. You would have half that would have been cut. And you can tell exactly the scenes. The scene where that woman smelling Aquaman's hoodie fucking like a weird. fucking creep. Yeah. Like, it would have been cut. Like, yeah. That whole scene and would have been cut. singing Swedish or whatever. Yeah. Right? Like, that would be cut. Like, the the Alfred Diana scene. Yeah. It's all cut stuff. Like, yeah. again, but people don't understand that's how movies are made. Yes, mm-hmm. but because Justice League was so bad, people go DC bad. Yeah. But then you see Aquaman. Yeah. And Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And First Wonder Woman, not second one. Second one's okay. Second compared one's to Justice, Compared to the Justice League. It's okay. Yes. Oh my god. And then Shazam, which yeah. I think is fucking awesome. I love. I like Shazam. I know, so I know, I know. you see those movies and you go DC good, but you see Justice League and you go DC bad yeah. because they rushed the gun. They had three movies before they did their huge one. Yep. It was Man of Steel, BVS, Wonder Woman, Justice League. Yep. They skipped everything. They skipped yep. all the steps. I told you. I I, I, I Marvel I, did five movies before I, they hit the. Avengers. I I put out kind of like my timeline. I did the same thing. What I have my own list of yeah. like what. Maybe that'll be an episode by yeah, itself at some like, point. Because we're ranting a little bit too much. But it would have been Man of Steel, Batman, Wonder Woman, crossover, one more character, Justice League. That would have been me. That's not bad. Five, I, would, I literally wrote down all the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. and then I wrote down the Justice League equivalents yeah. in the same order of release. Guardians would have been Suicide Squad. I still... You, they even have to... Uh, you know, uh, we'll talk about this on another episode. I'll talk to you after Mike uh, off Mike about yeah. this. Because we are everything. Uh, but yeah, so... Like I said, it's cool when they're building small pieces of the universe. Mm-hmm. So, it's HBO Max. So it's fine. Yeah. You know? But, like, I may change my opinion when we get close to see what the cast is. If the cast is more unknown, I'm okay. I'm 100% okay with it being... Well, uh, I think the guy who they... The person who they're going to cast as Jaime is going to be a very unknown. Yeah. Like Ted Cord might be somebody. Like, if they do a Ted yeah. Cord, it might be like, I'm going to say Mark Wahlberg because he's short with brown hair. <laughs> and I know Ted Cord is shorter with brown hair. <laughs> Plus, having him go up against somebody who would be a Blue Beetle, they'd be fun together. Anyway. Ted Cord's not a selfie. Mark Wahlberg. It's, it, I'm sorry. Yeah, Ted Cord's not a selfie. He's not going to be like... Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> it's not The Departed. It's not Four the Brothers. <laughs> hey, it's me, Blue Beetle. I'm not The Departed. <laughs> not running money for the Irish mob. It's not... Boston. <laughs> It's anyway. like the potty. No, it's, but like... On the pro- Blue Beetle. Like, <laughs> on the Blue Beetle, eh? The problem... You don't have Sam Adams keg immediately coming out of the fucking... The... the- scary. Hey, Jaime, you want to you Sam Adams? <laughs> They'll probably have uh, someone... Like, like I said, someone who's... Oh, God. I am the Blue Beetle! <laughs> and you will shut the fuck up! <laughs> They're going to have somebody who's um, a relatively unknown for Jaime. Yeah. The bad guy will probably be a little bit of both. Like, you've seen him, but you don't know who the fuck he is. Yeah. And then Ted Cord is going to be somebody... Maybe not Ryan Reynolds or Mark Wahlberg, but somebody who's, like, been in a lot, who you recognize, but isn't, like, The Rock, yeah. you know? High status. I mean, The Rock will take any role to give him, so. <laughs> That's not true. He is the voice of a dog in an animated TV show. He was movie. a... Movie. Movie, sorry. And he was a grown-ass fairy for... That was fairy. before he got big. That's when he started getting big. That was right that's, before he started. That's the Tooth Fairy, this awful fireman movie he was in, and all his other weird stuff he was doing it was all the beginning of the I'll take any role you yes, give me. Yes, because he was a wrestler. Yeah. And then I don't know what made him skyrocket. I don't know what it was. Whether it was his moves. I think it was... Popularity. Because wrestling was popular at the I time. I think it was uh, Fast and the Furious. Yeah. When he was in Fast Five, yeah. people were like, oh. And then he was in everything. Because he was doing it. Because he was taking all these roles. I'll try to find it while yeah. you talk about the next bit. So, a nice piece of news. We go from there to... Oh, so Tatiana is... Do we have any more DC news? No. 
Oh, yeah, we do. Um, we do have actually more DC news. The Smart Girl trailer for season two has dropped, and we get to see. <laughs> bless you. A glimpse of two characters. One we knew was coming, uh, which we get to actually see in the trailer. We get to see the Thunderbolt mm-hmm. and kind of Hakeem. It, it, the scene jumps too quickly. Hakeem. Uh, you see him on a bike, and you see the Thunderbolt come out of the pen, mm-hmm. uh, and then you get to see Jade, which is fucking which is, crazy. That, that's nuts. That's the the twist. Because they're gonna be like, wait. Your dad's alive? And she's going to be like, yeah. She was like, so the scene in the trailer, um, she breaks into Sawgirl's room and you see the lantern light up and, and she fights like, her. Oh. She goes, who are you? She goes, I'm Green Lantern's daughter. And takes the fucking lantern and she shoots like uh, like the green flame out of her hand. Mm-hmm. I was like, give me more of that. Um, but we also called that last year. Mm-hmm. That That's one, and I, that's the one that Knox I had, not Knox, but one of the things I wish they had done at the end of season one mm-hmm. as a post credit scene to show off um, Jade and Obsidian because they had the lantern and the lantern was activated. Yeah. Be like, oh, that's my dad's lantern. You know, mm-hmm. that I wanted. So I'm happy with the trailer. Um, it makes me more excited for the show. I, I'm so, that is, even though it is so cheesy and oh, yeah. so bad. Yeah. It's I, w- I love it's a good show. it. When we watched it, I was like, let's fucking go. This is so good. It's good. But it's so bad. It's a like, scene. So the acting is like, yeah. Oh my God. But they're also just with Rex, I'm uh, a Rex or whatever his name is. I'm like, yeah. God, stop! He's terrible. He's, he's I'm like, oh my god. But I'm I like, like what's he doing? What's good show? It's fun. I think it's carried by Patrick Wilson and um, um it's Patrick K- or Casey. That's Casey Kasem. It's Patrick Wilson. <laughs> he's he's Casey Kelso in uh, that '70s show. Yes. Patrick Wilson and um, Brecca. Yeah. Bree. Yeah. Bessinger, Brecca, but that the the main chick. Yeah. I think they carry they the show a show. lot. They absolutely they even like the kids. Who, even like the son's funny. The son and, and Gabby, I think her name is. The oh, who's playing Doctor Midnight. Oh, I okay. Think she carries pretty well. I like too. her, but I really Wildcat the, and, and Rick are kind of like Ew. Wildcat and Rick are are they have the CW romance yeah. nonsense and it's annoying. And then the mind bender kid was great and they fucking oh killed my, him. Oh, Henry was awesome. He was great and they fucking killed him. That was, no. good. that was a good one. Yeah, um, good. But no, this, the cast is good for what they're given. They also, oh yeah, they also played up. I'm not w- saying the actor is bad. I'm saying like the, what they gave Rick to do was terrible. Oh, it's awful. Like, he did nothing. But to it's do. actually like I said, the show's awesome. It's a cool yeah. show. Like again, I'm excited for season two. For, yeah, like so I'm excited. very excited. Well, because we got so much stuff. They 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 said we got Hakeem. Yep. They said we got Jade. We, we got saw, a Corso, we got. Was, a, they didn't say Jade. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jade was just, like the fucking surprise in the trailer. Yeah. They uh, they announced Hakeem was coming, and we knew Eclipso was coming, and we knew Shade was already there. And we got to see Thunderbolt, too. And, yeah, so we got to see the actual... And we got to see, uh... Yes, he is, technically. Um, in the trailer. i like, we knew that, but then Jade shows up in the fucking trailer. I'm like, you didn't announce that at all. That's probably gonna be the mid-season, um... Yeah. Storyline. The first that, one's yes. probably gonna be, uh... A little bit of Hakeem and a little bit of, um... Whatever they ended it with. Um, uh, what's his name? Shade. Shade. Yeah. Shade, yep. Shade will probably be the, Because uh, he's the main bad guy for the season. Because isn't Shade the villain for Green Lantern? Shade is a, villain, a Green Lantern villain. He's also a Starman villain. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he's uh, he's pro- he's primarily a Starman villain in the comics. Um, but also, I'm waiting. Uh, Eclipso is the Green Lantern villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, kind of sorta. Um, but I am excited to see. Um, now that I'm thinking, like I'm looking at like the roster they had, like all the all the most of Affinity Inc is there. Mm-hmm. The only thing we're missing mm-hmm. is there's no Speedster. Um, I think that's since they have the Flash, they don't want to like double up on the Speedsters. They can because Who uh, they get? depending on depending on how so uh, the guy who played Jay Garrick is supposed to be showing up in Flash again. That's right. Yeah. Um, so they did say that he was training somewhere on his Earth, which was originally Earth Two. 
And you think... In the um, multiverse. Which is now in Post-Crisis, this is Earth 2. So our okay. Earth takes place on Earth 2. So, so and we haven't seen Jay yet. Yeah, we haven't seen Jay yet. Um, so you're saying it could be, since now that the CW has it, it could be the same. Yeah. That'd be kind of dope, because then you can have Stargirl officially cross over if they do any more mm-hmm. of those. Yeah. Who do you think is going to be the... But there's no... It's going to be Jesse Quick. Yeah, this is the only one I can think of, which makes sense. Cause but you, it's not going to be the Jesse we got from the original Earth 2, no, because no. that was Harrison's kid, and she like quit yeah, the show, and she's her. like, bye. Yeah. And I think she might be dead. Maybe. In real life? No, the fucking character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Earth guy race, yeah. Yeah, the Earth guy race, that's why. she died. She died in the show, yeah. Yeah, because Harrison's like all beat up about it, like, yeah. for like a whole season. Yeah, so I think um, it would have been cool because it... Because they're using, um, if they use Jay, because Jay has no children in the comics, yeah. as far as we know currently, because we saw it in Stargirl, that might change in the book. Um, Did we? In Spring Break, that he may have daughter. I don't remember that, but okay. That's remember that when they go to the island, and the, um, Courtney has that vision, and it's, uh, uh, kid, uh, it's the, uh, I don't, oh I don't, I don't, I'll talk to you later. Uh, but yeah, so they've ever, they, they, he has So they're teeing that up just because Jeff Johns is doing both. Mm-hmm. So they're teeing it up for him to go, here's this new character, and he's in the show. And <laughs> they can be their own version of Kid Flash. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Because it's not the main Earth. Yeah. And actually, have a Kid Flash that lasts more than a fucking season. He lasted two seasons, thank you. Yeah. And then or he was actually, like, Bye. they could be just Chambers from Earth 11. Mm. It wouldn't be, but I would just like to see the suit in real life. Oh, the suit's fine. <laughs> the suit's fine. That's all I want to see. It's like the suit in real what life. What if it's the Kingdom Come suit? With, what, the, the, with the jacket. Oh, you mean like Iris's? Yeah. Like, oh, that's dope. I like that. Because oh. that, that suit fits with that world. It does. It does. Because, yeah. They're younger and it's yep. more modern. Yeah. Now, no, the Kingdom Come suit. Let's go, dude. dude I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. I love it. It can that even suit. be, because it, it can even be Iris, just a different version of an yeah. Iris. True. Ooh. Man, I want to write this nice. show. <laughs> I'm writing Talk to just Jeff I know. Uh, so that's for our oh, quick rock update. Yes. 2001 was the Mummy Returns. 2002 was the Scorpion King. Okay. Then he didn't do much until 2004, where he was in Walking Tall. I like that movie. Then he was in Doom. That movie's bad. Then he was in Gridiron Gang as they started that. starring in things. The Game Plan. Oh, I remember that he one. He was in Get Smart as one of the bad guys. The he was comedy. in Race to Which Mountain. Yeah, I saw that one. That's he was made. in. That's where the meme comes from. Yeah. 2009, he was in Planet 51 where he was the voice of the main guy. Okay. 2010 was the Tooth Fairy. Okay. And that's when, then he was in The Other Guys, and he was in Faster, and he was in Journey 2. I think Journey 2 is where he shot up. That was when he replaced Brendan Fraser. Journey oh. 2, The Mysterious Island. Oh, with I'm thinking, or whatever his name is. I'm thinking Jumanji for some reason, sorry. No, and then he was G.I. Joe, and then it was Pain and, pain and Gain. Pain and Gain and Fast Six all came out. Both came out in the same year, and those were probably the two that, because Pain and Gain was him actually acting as opposed to him being the Rock. I mean, everything he's just the Rock at this point. Fast and Furious, he was just the Rock. But he's Pain just and the Gain, Rock. It was like he's oh. the Rock in most. He's the Rock in most films. Then we had he's gonna be crypto. He's going to be crypto. When he's crypto, he's gonna be the Rock. He's like, can you smell what the crypto is cooking? And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Can here. you smell what the dog is cooking? And he's taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna see crypto poop? Yes. <laughs> no, I, no. All right, All right, so after DC News, we'll we keep are... going with trailers. Yeah, we got three trailers to talk about. Let's talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy video game. Yes. So Square Enix decided to announce at E3 this week, I think a couple days ago. Yes. That they are doing a Guardians of the Galaxy game, not in the style of Avengers. Oh six, my god. Same graphics. It's same art team. That's fine. But Crystal Dynamics isn't doing it. It's Square Enix's own team, I believe. Yes. 
and they're making it more as a Mass Effect style game, Which where is, you play as just Star yes. Lord and you have like buddies that help you with doing stuff. It's so it's literally good. Mass Effect and you can change the characters you're playing as also. That's in the first announcement trailer. It said you play as Star Lord, and that's it. The other trailer that Marvel dropped themselves like, oh, the day okay. of it dropping. You don't just play as Star Lord. In the trailer and the beginning game, you play as just a Star Lord. Oh, yeah. Later on, you switch. You can become other Guardians, and because, like, say for example, you do something as Groot, or you do something as mm-hmm. probably you probably only probably play as Gamora and Drax or Rocket. Yeah. Um. Actually, probably just Rocket. Probably just Rocket, Gamora, and Star Lord. To be honest. Yeah. The stuff you do as the three of them will affect the game going forward. Well, yeah, it's as the, it's like, so Mass- cool. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting because yeah. so back in I want to say the Disney Infinity days, 2013, 2014, is right around the time yes. when they were where Marvel and Disney were doing the games by themselves. Okay, and so that's why we weren't getting any crossovers. That's why we weren't getting any Ultimate Alliance games. We were just getting in-house Disney Marvel games. Yes. Then in 2014, 2015, when Disney Infinity finally shut down. I they know. said that they're licensing their na- their properties out. We got Telltale Guardians. We got more Lego games. We got um, another Spider-Man game. And th- so they started branching out their games again. We got another crossover fighting game with Marvel's Capcom. So when Disney was doing their own in-game video games, they were so bad. And they were just money grabs. What the? The pieces were nice, but they were just money grabs. So when they started branching it out, they were like, all right, you can have all these properties. And we're finally getting awesome things from that. We got the Spider-Man game, which is probably the best game, of, or the best Marvel games of all time. That's true. Ultimate Alliance 3 was pretty good, all things considered. Yep. And then we had the Avengers game, which was okay. It was okay. It was okay. It was very, it okay. Was very okay. But it, well, it had a great story mode, at least in my opinion. The story mode is cool. The story is cool. I don't like the fact that you literally... They, the way they presented it looked open world. They're very much like and like sandbox. It's like mission based, but it's very mission based. It's, it's like, a mission based like, sandbox. It's like ah, uh, and it wasn't even like a sandbox because sandboxes allow you to do other shit. Yeah, and like allow you build shit and like interact with the universe more. I'm like I don't need which is what Guardians is what it's looking like. Guardians, uh, Guardians, it's Breath of the Wild set in Breath of the Wild. Oh no, it's Mass Effect. Oh, yeah, Mass Effect. Yeah, because you. Mass Effect, you can travel to different planets and there's a sam- small sandbox that you can do. Yep. In Breath of the I'm Wild, okay it's too open world. That's true. Well, we're probably not going to get an open-world Marvel game for a bit. Besides Spider-Man, because that's its own contained... Spider-Man... It's open-world, but it's just New York. Which is fine. It's open-world enough. Yeah, but open-world, like, Assassin's Creed, we're not going to get a game like that for a while. No, 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 no. Because, like, who... What story do you tell? What story... Like, there's no character that can do that. Black Panther would just be in Wakanda in New York... Yeah. Iron Maid would be in New York and Iraq. Like, yeah, what, like, what, what do we no, have? And even the Iraq part's only super small. Like, yeah. it's not even that big. There are no characters that could benefit from an open world game unless you're doing Captain America in World War II and it's just all of Europe. Yeah. And that's it. That's but it. But, like, where can you, like, how do we do this? Right. You can, Yeah, you can't, yeah. I'd play the shit out of that, though. I would. Just it, punching Nazis all day. <laughs> you're doing those shit at Nazis. Get, the, get Ubisoft tour. I believe Ubisoft is working on a Marvel game. I believe they said that. They also announced, like, secretly rumored. Oh, you're a Star Wars game, I'm sorry. Uh, they also like uh, rumors. Been like we were talking about this before about the uh, Marvel and uh, new Marvel another wrong game. Yep. Yeah, because yep. they're licensing it out again. Yep, we'll see what that goes. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. All right. Next uh, trailer is final trailer. He man. Yeah, Masters of the Universe trailer reaction. Yo, dude, I'm uh, so ready for, for that. I'm ready for this. It I, looks I'm, so good. Guys, the second trailer showed off my boy Triclops. I didn't watch I was the second like, trailer. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm trying to get this is very much spoilers Triclops because I'm excited. That's fine. No, no, I don't mind that. I'll, 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 I assume 90% of the characters that I know are in this, so it's We're not... going to see Mossman, we're going to see Ninja, we're going to see Ram Man, we're going to see all of them. Are we see Hordak or no? I don't I think Hordak is going to be season two. Season one will be them coming back to fight 
um, Skeletor, and then we'll probably see She-Ra and Hordak in the next one. Yeah. Because we just I, got a she Do you think do you think they might do the... Uh... Evil She-Ra from the Eternity War? Yeah. Probably. That'd be dope. Kevin Smith's a big comic book fan. Yeah. Keep, I wouldn't be surprised if he does it. If he does an adaption of that, that'd be dope. Because it looks like the same art style. And it, yeah. It, it, uh, the He-Man DC books oh, were stupid. pitched as, he's back. I which made, is what this one is. I made by that stupid omnibus. Dude, I did, and it's awesome. <laughs> like, I'm buying Dude, the, the spine is beautiful. It's him holding up the sword, and it's He-Man. That's so good. I made by that stupid omnibus. Buy it. You're, you're a fool. So yeah, I'm super excited for I'm this. Excited. I was excited when it was announced. Mm-hmm. He-Man Kevin Smith. I was like, let's go. Yeah, I like that. I like that the stills when the stills dropped, and now we have the trailer out. The trailer looks great. Um, I love the I love the music they used to. I was, yep, this can't be. I need a hero. Like, yep, can't be in hell. I'm in. That with Guardians as well. Yes, I need heroes on, which is weird. Yeah, but it works for you. I love this. I love this. I love this. All trailer. right, we got two bits, of, three bits of news: two yep. Star Wars, one Marvel. Let's do the Marvel. Let's hit up with the. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Tatiana is to appear as She-Hulk. Uh, she's being played by J- uh, Jamila. I'm going to up this name. Jam- Jamila Jamil. Yes. She's uh, from The Great Place. Okay. Um, I haven't seen it, but okay. Uh, you, would lo- you would love The Good Place. I just don't care to watch it. It's too hyped. People are like, it's so good. Oh, no. my God. I'm like, uh, too much hype. No, you would like The Good Same Place. Same reason why I don't want, I don't like Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Too overhyped. You would like I that, I like too. a lot of the that's jokes. A, I a, watched it. That's a very much a you thing. I watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. The jokes... We're good, yeah, but they got overplayed too much. Well, because you live in a generation. Tis but a scratch. Okay, cool. We get it. Tis but a flesh wound. Okay, cool, it, cool. It, it's, it's I'm a flesh wound. I get it. And with the horses, with the yeah, it's that's first time good. Second time, give them fucking horses. It, Who cares? It, it's a joke. That's the whole point. The whole I know, movie but it's is just, satire. I'm aware, so it's fine. But it was so but overhyped. But you're also like, yeah, you're also years and years removed from it. That's the difference between. That's why we can't show good things to young people anymore. I don't know what you're fucking talking about. My favorite movie is Die Hard. I love Die Hard. I love everyone loves Die Hard. That's why I don't like Die Hard. That's why I also don't like Big Lebowski. Again, those are two overhyped movies for me. That's exactly why. Your exact same reason why you don't like like Monty Python. It's the same reason why I don't like Big Lebowski or, or Die Hard. I gotta rethink who my host is. <laughs> like, <laughs> your host. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, yeah, so I'm excited to see Satana. Probably is the main bad guy. She's probably the main bad guy. I mean, I've always thought she was cool. She didn't really have a lot of screen time in like the books, so I'm glad yeah. that she's getting like a full on. Here she is. Also, it makes more sense for her to be a bad guy in it. Also, I don't like the rumor that she's Scar low... is going to be in that show. He's not going to be in that show. Who? Uh, Hulk son. Oh, Sakar? Yeah. Scar? Yeah. yeah, he's not going to be in the show. That's a shitty fan it rumor to pump sense. that book up How... to make money. We know where Hulk was on Sakar. Yeah. And what he was doing, and it wasn't. Planet it... Hulk's. I mean, what I... if what he was doing, he was... it wasn't Sarah. If anything, he was banging Valkyrie. <laughs> yeah. Like... They have like a weird relationship. He was also a giant baby in that movie. Exactly. Like, it's, it'd be wrong to take advantage of him. Yeah. That could so, be a story. That'd be great. That'd be yeah. Good. But, um... He I stopped don't... off on that planet first, and then Yeah, left. like, he wasn't on uh, Sakaar, and it wasn't doing Sierra. Yeah. Like, that's not what was happening. Yeah, I don't know... I think that was more of a pump and dump rumor, so people can make money off that book. Probably. Um, but I am glad that she's at as a villain. She's most likely going to be the villain. Um, At least for She-Hulk, yeah. Yeah. Also, because you need a character that can stand up to the same thing. Yeah, who is she? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Absorbing Man as well. Well, yeah. He was in the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, but that show's not canon anymore. Watch Loki. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, Owen Wilson would have been like, you see Coulson? He's back. Okay, wow. And that's it. But no, they were just like, you see Coulson? Oh, man. He's dead. So time TVA would know yeah. about Coulson's shenanigans, especially because they fucking time-traveled. Yeah. So... So yeah, I uh, sorry guys. 
I uh, I like it again. It makes sense for her to be the bad guy. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm. There's it, not many, and also I get it for the uh, a few members female fight in the beginning. It's fine. It's whatever. No. Um, and that's how I get it. Yeah, and that's how is also a very unusual character, but it makes sense. Also, a She-Hulk villain. Yeah, she is. Not directly, but more so. Azura Man and, and Titan are both She-Hulk villains, just like they are Hulk villains. Yeah. So, it's cool. Uh, and again, she's a character that doesn't have a big rose, rose gallery. So, like, like, we talked about this about Moon Moon has, like, four villains. Yeah. One of them is his former sidekick. So right, like, so how much can you Who use? do we got? Yeah. yeah. So, it's fine. Who are you going to steal from? Daredevil? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Like, still, they'll probably steal from Stiltman. <laughs> she beats up Stiltman with his like, No, Moon Knight. Moon Knight oh. Oh, I was thinking I, in my head. I, all I saw was like she was ripping like, leg off, like him him him. Yeah, like beating I can see that. beating his own leg. All right, two last bits of Star Wars yep. news. So Forrest Whitaker is going to reprise his role in the Andor show. Yep. For the trees, say the rebellion, say the trees. <laughs> he doesn't say that. He says for the dream. Fuck you, so Guerrero. That's all I'm saying. So Guerrero. Hey. So I hate him. Now he's not, not as a person. Like as a character, I hate. So Guerrero kind of sucks. I, I hate him as a person. Yeah. Like I hate, I wish he would die. Yeah. Like he all, does. I know. I, I watched Rogue he, he One. Does. I watched Rogue One. <laughs> um, I love when he showed up in Bad Batch. I'm like, so me and my wife were watching Bad Batch. I'm so Guerrero. And he's like, I'm, I'm like, in Bad Batch. So I'm watching it. I'm like, my wife's like, oh, it's fucking so Guerrero. I'm like, oh, this fucking sucks. I'm like, I like, I, I let out an audible disgust. Do like I don't like him. I. Because when he's introduced in Clone Wars, he's a prick. Yeah. Then he's back in Rebels, and he's a prick. prick. And then he's in Bad Batch. He's a he's prick. prick. And then in Rogue One, right before he dies... He's a monster. He's a prick. <laughs> like, like, which is fine. I don't mind that for the character. I get that. That's like, But he's a character... makes you, sense. Yeah, again, he's a character... You're not supposed to like him. He's a character... Even in very, Fallen Order, he's annoying. Yeah, like, he's a... Like, he's a shit... Like, he's not... He... Like, and I say that in, like, not as a bad... Like, oh, he's bad, and that's why I don't like him. No. I don't like him as a person. Yeah, he's His a personality guy. sucks. Which is a great thing for a show to have. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not like, oh, I don't like his character because he doesn't make sense. No, he makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. This is what makes me hate him so much. Yeah. So that yeah, he's come back to Andor. And last but not least, we've been talking about it forever, at least off the mic. Yep. Bill Burr is finally getting an action figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I cannot wait. So Hasbro released pipelines, uh, pipeline reveals for yep. their toys. And mm-hmm. one of the waves includes Fennec Shand, yep. Cobb Vanth, a Magma Trooper, um, one of the robots that I forget who it is. Doesn't matter. Um, Bullpet tomorrow, Morrison, and Bill Burr. Yep. My only problem with the Bill Burr. Oh, we, the I heard picture they used. Yeah. The picture they used is from season two. Yep. Where and he's just in a fucking basic clone trooper outfit yep. with a Bill Burr head. Yeah. If that's the toy they give me, I'm still gonna buy it. But yeah. I'm very upset. It's gonna have punch I want wall action. I want the one where he's got his weird yeah with like, a tight suit on. He's got the three guns, yep. and then maybe he has a sniper rifle. Yeah. That's all I need. No, he has it, on the labels. It's punch the wall action. Yeah, and he gets punch the wall to the fucking wall. Comes with a small sand. Comes with a small sand bottle. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't make him drink beers. They probably didn't, but like, also he probably went. To, he probably. Went, I wouldn't be surprised right now if I went to the Sam Adams Brewery in Boston. They have a fucking like Bill Burr plaque. Bill Burr fucking plaque and a Star Wars beer only available. <laughs> in, uh, only available in, in the brewery. It's called the Mayfield Brew. Yeah, absolutely. Or I wasn't a stormtrooper. <laughs> I was an Imperial sniper. Oh my god! I would like buy that the shit out of that beer. Yeah, so I'm excited for the Bill Burr action figure. I've been wait. We've been asking for it. I've been waiting for. We've it. talked about that on show. Like it's like it's not like we talked about. It on we've show. talked it, like we way before this was a thing. I'm like that'd be cool to have one, right? Yeah, <laughs> it'd just be great. Punch the wall action. So, 
I'm excited for that. Yes. Anyway, now that we have 40 minutes of this, let's talk about the topic. It's a big news week. and we've It talked wasn't about big news. It was big Ragnarok. Your big me hate on Ragnarok. And then we talked about Dwayne Rock Johnson. Yeah. Burp. So, guys, you know what it is. Uh, if you don't know from the title and our intro, clearly, uh, we were talking about MODOK. MODOK uh, premiered on Hulu like three weeks ago at this point. Uh, May 21st, 2021. So we are complete spoilers for the show. Uh, it's short, the episode ran for 13 episodes? Uh, 10. Why do you think 13? Marvel's MODOK, or simply MODOK, is an American stop-motion adult animated television series created by Jordan Blum and Pat Oswalt for Hulu based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name. Mm-hmm. It was produced by Marvel Television. It ran for 10 episodes. Uh, cast included uh, Pat Oswalt as MODOK, Amy Garcia as Jody, Ben Schwartz as Lou, Melissa Fumero as Melissa, um, Wendy, M- Wendy McLendon-Covey as Monica, Beck Bennett as Austin Vandersleet, John Daly as Super Adaptoid, and Sam Richardson as it is Gary. Garfield Gary Geraldson, the one-armed loyal henchman who's constantly optimistic. And then we had uh, John Hamm as Tony Stark, Nathan Fillion as Wonder Man, and uh, Bill Hader as the leader. Yes. Dude, I love how they were like, Nathan Fillion as Wonder Man, period. Even in the MCU, which yep. means this is canon. <laughs> I know, right? This about work. So, uh, in, in comics, Modoff has appeared in Tales of Suspense in, uh, uh, in 93. As a villain, he's also the head of AIM, the organization, which he is in the show. Um, in the show, there is a tie between him and Size of Supreme. There is one or the other, not to say at the same time, mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, in the show, they introduced Size of Supreme. Uh, who's Size of Supreme on the show? Monica Rappuccini. That's what it is. Uh, she's one of, she was... One of the Science of Supremes in the, in the comics at one point. And she's in, the current, the, same time. she's in the current Avengers game as one of the main antagonists. Yes. Um, Modoc in, sh- in the comic, uh, just like he does in the show, has the abilities of technopathy um, slash telepathy Born in general. Born big head, put in a chair. Shoots um, lasers. He was a scientist that got turned into uh, big head, little arms. Well, like the Avengers game, but in the show, yes. he was born like that because yes. of the comedy. Yeah, because of the comedy. <laughs> um, so there's really no deep dive for me to go into the Modoc comic book. There's nothing based. This is not based off of anything. They did have a tie-in comic called Modoc Head Games, which even... loosely tied into the comic book, uh, the TV show series, because they introduced Modoc's family. Right. Um, Modoc was having like weird visions about his family, and he went to Iron Man for help. And then it was revealed at the end of the issue that he's seeing visions of Jody, Lou, and Melissa, yeah. and that was tied into that. It was also written by Pat Oswalt and Jordan Blum. Right. So. It's a kind Which of loose adaptation, but this the show itself isn't. Oh, it's based a loose. It's a loose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the show itself isn't based off of the actual run or anything. No. So we are. It's just are a sitcom, basically. Normally, where I have my rants about where this deviates from the show, from the comic to the book, that's where our normal talk, talks are. But we're going to talk about the series as a whole. So, uh, let's talk about. Yeah, I'll give you the premise of the show, and then we'll talk about some episodes. Yeah. So, premise of the show: After spending years failing to gain control of the world and battling superheroes along the way, Modok, having been removed from his company AIM after it falls into bankruptcy and is sold to the rival evil corporation Grumble, just be evil, begins to deal with his taunting family while facing a midlife crisis. Ten episodes. Oh, man. It's good. You I like to, this. Yeah. You don't have to run through that. Oh, no, I wasn't. They, no they, they're all involved Modoc in yeah. the title. So, um, which we'll really, just do the quick arcs when no, we get there. No, you're going to have to do that. For this, because only ten episodes... It's we are. It's not hard. It's not like all the over running stuff. Well, there's the fall apart. There's the time travel, and then there's the end. Eh, kind of. That's true. So, uh, what's really cool about the Modoc the show? Um, one is Pat Oswalt. I love Pat Oswalt as a comedian in general. I hate that title. <laughs> it makes me mad. 
Um, even though I am a big X-Men fan, it makes yeah. me mad. Because they're all nods to, like, other comic book stuff. Yeah, most of them. Um, but I like the show as a whole. Um, well, the show as a whole is great. So, you, you ran through the cast already. Yeah. Um, so, let's talk about... Alright, so... What is your favorite episode of the season? Um, oof. I want to say the bar episode where they try to steal Captain America's shield from the Avengers to get to the bar with no name. That's my. It's the best episode it is the best because episode. it's just like I, I do like Modok's family a lot because I like Ben Schwartz and yeah. Mr. great, but like they're not what I'm watching the show for. I'm watching the show for Modok. Okay. So when Modok is hanging out with the boys, it's cool to see him hang out with the villains. So the episode, Modok still <laughs> thinks he can get into. One of the big bars. Yes. I think it's like Club, Club Villain or something. Hold on, let me try to find the episode. Yeah. Um, so, Modok's trying to get into this bar. It's actually one of my favorite episodes also. Uh, which makes this actually really easy for us to talk about. Um, Modok thinks he... He wants to get into the Soho bar. Yeah. But he is not an A-list villain anymore. So, the leader, Madam Mask, and Mr. Sinister challenge him to steal Captain America's shield. Modok goes to the bar with no name to recruit D-list villains, including Armadillo, yep. Pound Cakes, Melter, Angar the Screamer, and yep. Tenpin. Yep. And also super <coughs> and super adaptoid is their car. Yeah, well done. I'm a car. <laughs> I love super. Actually, like super adaptoid. He's the best character. <laughs> um, so by the way, all those characters like Agar, by the way, plays a bigger role in the comics because he's the one, the reason why um, Song, uh, excuse me, Mimi becomes Songbird. Interesting. Because um, they both have the same. Powers. But he's a dealer's villain. But he's an awful dealer's villain. Yeah. Um, and the, the villains just want to go to the all-you-can-eat like midnight meatloaf yeah! restaurant. It's, it's just so awesome. ridiculous, <laughs> and they're like. As you go on, like they all tell these sob stories, and Modok's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and it, it, oh, it was great though because whether or not the meatball place was real was the entire like, like yeah, like, on the punchline. Because they keep talking about the meatloaf, and Modok's like, I've never heard of this place. Shut the fuck up. And then the meatloaf place is real. And it's like, so like, good. it wasn't even like it was just like not real because they were saying like, oh well, it, you can't get there, okay, because it's closed. But it's all you can eat all night. Wait, what are you talking about? It's closed. <laughs> it's only between a certain hours. Is this a weird like back and forth of whether the <laughs> Oh, and um, what was it? Oh, my God. Who died? Melter. He died Melter. right at the end. Yeah. Oh, about the grilled cheese chuck. <laughs> yeah. And he whispers in the ear and he weeps <laughs> for how great the name is. Because the name is fantastic. <laughs> um, also, this is a cool jump, uh, juxtaposition for the series. That was like the middle of the series. It was episode four. Yeah. So you, you everything leading up to this point, Modoc is, tr- is falling apart as a villain. Mm-hmm. And this was the gears for him to get back aim. Yeah. Um... It's such a funny episode because it is a heist, which is a, a dumb premise. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a doofy... It's what I wanted the series to be. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's a funny episode. It comes with the best jokes in it. Um, also, love how they... Uh, <laughs> bless you. Is that the same episode where Super Adaptor is stolen by those yes, kids? Yes, I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, Modok calls upon Super Adaptor to drive them, but they keep making various stops, and Modok begins to sympathize with the villains. Like when Mandrill comes out and his dick is all yes! big, he's like, ah! And Armadillo's like, I want to marry you! No! And then Mandrill's like, get out of here! And he has the double door, and he and closes the bottom. And he's dick, and he's that on purpose. He's that on purpose. After after accidentally <laughs> revealing his plan and getting super adaptoid stolen by teens, Modok makes up for it by buying the group meatloaf, only for Melter to die in excitement in the morning. Meanwhile, Lou posts a YouTube video of him eating 10 paydays, and Jody makes him allergic to peanuts. Oh, yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> Instead, Jody gets drunk uh, with Monica over Modok, while Lou befriends Monica's daughter, Carmilla. Yes. And they create a serum, like I said, that gives makes him allergic to peanuts. Carmilla in the comics is Scorpion, and she's also maybe the Hulk store. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't yep. know it was actually the Carmilla, uh, mm-hmm. Carmilla Black. Yep. Wow. I like that. Yeah. 
So yeah. Also, I like the fact that she really to make sure her YouTube show stays right. She definitely she makes the decision to poison her own child and make him allergic to peanuts. Yup. <laughs> it's great. And then a younger Modok steals Super Adaptoid again yeah. after the teens, which comes into the time travel episode, which is episode three, where they go back in time yeah. to try to that's a good episode to too. Relive, yeah, that's, that was another. That's, one. Not I was, that's what I was gonna say as well. But uh, my favorite episode is Barb. So it's the Barb episode because you get to see it's the expanded world. Yeah. We, the first two episodes are pretty self-contained. Episode yeah. three branches out a little bit with the time travel. Yeah. And then episode four is like, there's more than just Iron Man and MODOK. There's more to that. And I, we get like a bunch of villains. We get Captain America's shield. We get Sinister. We get Leader. Like, yeah. Sinister being there means the X-Men are in there. I know. So, Crazy. And like, there was an interview, uh, I think, with IGN that Patton Oswalt did with Jordan Marvel. Blum. And it was with Marvel. I, yes. thought, I thought Brian Altano was hosting it. Um... But they asked, like, what villains weren't you allowed to use? Because they got away with Mr. Sinister and the leader. Yeah. But they couldn't use villains like Stiltman. Yeah. Because of probably with the Daredevil rights, because mm-hmm. he was technically in the show. Yep. And I, th- I forget who the other two were, but they were fucking... They were, like, weird. They were, like, D-list villains. They thought they were, like, we can for sure get this guy. Yeah, no, Because no. they're so D-list. Yeah. Weird who they couldn't... who They they couldn't get Pace Pop Pete, either. Yeah, couldn't get three. Yeah, because Traps the Slash Pete the yeah. same character. And then... Stiltman is Stilt the second Man. one. There was one more, but I forget who yeah. was. Yeah. And they're really weird characters. Yeah, characters like Arcade. Yeah. Like... <laughs> that was a good one, too. Yeah. Where they're like, uh... Oh, with the clone. The the LMD... Or the LMD, technically. Yeah. And they're like doing the whole thing at the end. Okay. So, it's, it's funny. Um, since we talked about our favorite episode end up being the same, um... As a whole, what do you rank the series as? As a whole. Ooh. Um, I'd probably give it a 7.5 or an 8 okay. out of 10. It's a good show. There's a lot of jokes that don't land, but there's way more that do land. Okay. And they're just stupid. Like, I love sitcoms, mm-hmm. and this is a sitcom. I'll, you don't think it's a situational no. comedy? No. Mm-mm. I don't. It's a multicam sitcom. No. Yeah. I don't think it is. Wow. Yep. That was, that's my knock on the show. You don't let you don't you wanted it to be more of a sitcom. I wanted it to be more. The of The trailer sitcom. made it look like more of a sitcom. Yep. This one had a through line. Yep. You wanted it to be like I, a monster of the week situation where each episode it was like, oh man, here's this quirky thing Modok has to do this week in family right. lessons instead of being I, an overarching. Right. I didn't mind like the, the I don't mind the through line. I don't yeah. mind it at all because it was okay. Because the through line, young Modok ended up fucking like saying, "Oh, the family's thing. the one that made you soft and blah blah blah." Which I didn't want. I didn't want that whole. I wanted Modok to be doofy and ignorant for most of it to get to the divorce and then trying to win her back the entire time to get her back at the end. The first five should have been divorced. The second five should have been trying to get her back. Yeah, and that should have been season one. Instead, right. they did divorce in like episode two, yeah. and then tried to win her back in two episodes. Gave up after a bit, and then the last episode, we're not going to spoil it, but yeah. oh man. What the fuck? fuck? Yeah, no. So they're going hard with this. That's my whole thing. Like, I wish it was more of a situation comedy where it was like, this is like him dealing with Iron Man this week. This is him dealing with like a work. Mis- this is him dealing with Beck Bennett's character, right? And like yeah. them doing stuff at home and like getting ready for the bar mitzvah and making mm-hmm. that like a, a mini the bar mitzvah, backstory. The, the bar mitzvah should have been the through line, right? Is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. To get to the bar mitzvah, like the whole thing is yeah. like like cause him because the, there's a couple sitcom situations. Like there's the one where they go on vacation and Louis right. just in the hotel room, but then it's him and his daughter, yeah, who have like their own little sub, which is awesome. Which some episodes do come off as a sitcom, like when yes. they go to Asgard with Lou. That's yes. a Lou episode. Yes. Yeah. That I wanted more of, where it's like. One-on-one stuff, and, like, you could have done, like, well, the, the, like the bar episode. Yeah. Well, he had the flashback, he had the bar episode, the flashback with the wife, bar episode. Yeah. He had the Monica episode. Mm-hmm. Like, there were sitcom 
elements. Like it elements. Just, it misses the. I think it misses the the, the 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 mark. It just the, just the a mark. little bit, yeah, a little just, bit. And I think what it is is because I didn't like the time travel. It, it felt the time travel worked in the episode that it was in. Yes. Afterwards, when they had Modok get the crystal stuck in his head, yeah, the young Modok, and then have him show up, I was like, "You're losing me." His main fight was with the weird aliens that were controlling Grumble. Yeah. And they were like, and also young Modok is here, and I'm like, "Why?" It's, yeah, that's what. That's why I started like everything. The Grumble should have been the the plot, like getting from him going through losing the opening, aim. Yeah. losing aim, the, the divorce, all the way through them beating Grumble, mm-hmm. should have been the season. And you could have done stupid, quirky things. Where and then you like, added time travel MODOK. And it was right, weird. and you're missing... And you could have been, like, every episode where, like, Grumble's doing something, like, and MODOK obviously is oblivious to what's happening. Which he was, for the most which part. Which is fine. Do that every episode where, like, as a viewer, like, this motherfucker's just stupid. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, and that's what I'm missing. Like, the stupid situational comedy stuff, the sitcom stuff that would have been the funnier story. Yeah. Um, which, like, with his family, like, getting to the bar mitzvah and messing up the bar mitzvah, the episode with his daughter... You can fuck them. Yeah, like, but then when they have the young Mordok show up and they make robot replicants and now they have two Lou's. Yeah, like that's because, where I was I'm like done. because they were like, oh, we can't like one Lou killed himself and like, well, we can't kill Lou, so yeah, Lou. like so I'm, now we have two sons. Like again, that's very sitcom-y like. Yes, but you had to play this bigger plot of revenge to get there. I understand what they were going for with how, where Modoc's Modoc's ultimate goal was to take over the world. Oh no, I guess whether you. or not he was able to do it was up to the show. Yeah, and then that young Modoc who goes, "Well, without your family, you can do this." Yeah, and then Modoc's like, "But my family is like my whole character now." And then young Modoc's like, "Well, we got to get rid of him then." Yeah, and then the rest of the show after that is like the, it's the last two episodes, and it's like those are the weakest <sighs> of the episodes. The last two. Yeah, Man, I, I was like. Cool. It pays off to get to that yeah, point. We have like the wonder. We have the Wonder Man episode. Yeah, which is episode eight, I believe. No, episode seven is Wonder Man. Episode eight is the young Modok where they, oh, where he wakes up and then his whole family's robots and he's sleeping yeah. with the wife and they're making him pancakes. Yeah, eight, nine, and ten are the weakest episodes yeah. because they lose the sitcom and they become one trilogy. Yeah, where it's Modok finds out his family's robots, then it's Modok has to fight his younger self, and then it's. Modok does stuff and whirlwinds there. Yeah, like it, it, <laughs> which it, is cool. Yeah, but it, it still should have been like even up to the Wonder Man part when it started becoming more about the plot of like Wonder Man was fine. I no, was Wonder okay. Man was a, when you have episodes that are tying all like the threads all together. Mm-hmm. I don't mind those. I think the problem was like when you were like, oh, and the Modok story, the, the Wonder Man story is this. Like that could have played out for like a couple episodes where she was dating Modok again. That could have been the last back of the season. That should have been five episodes, and then her breaking up with Wonder Man. Well, the opening is like, all right, they got the. Even if you kept the divorce as episode, episode two, mm-hmm. yeah, the divorce was like, <sighs> you know, weird. going, you know, getting the divorce like episode two, and then like her getting you, you could like time skip, but like, oh well, like two months later, he's like in that shitty apartment, yeah, and like do still keep that, and like it's skip ahead in time where she's now dating Wonder Man, and then like the rest of the show come in and joke about. Her, like, him trying to break up her and Wonder Man, and, like, him trying to... Wonder Man should have been introduced earlier, is what you're saying. Yeah, Wonder Man should have been introduced earlier. Because the whole Wonder Man relationship was one episode. They could have had, like, maybe a three-episode arc. Right, and, like, him trying to break her up, and then, like, him trying to, like, pretend like he's really okay with it, and, like, in the background, like... But they do that all in one episode. Right. Yeah. You know, and even having Grumble, like, play against him, like, oh, hey, build this for us, you know, and, like, oh, yeah, I'll build this, and they're using it to, like, get back at Wonder Man, something Mm -hmm. stupid, which would have been a Modoki thing to do. Um... Like I said, there are misgivings on this series as a whole 
That's why I cannot give it like a 10. I wasn't giving it a 10. It's, what were you giving it though? Like, like a 7, a seven eight? Like a 6, 7. Wow, you're yeah. lower than me. I mean, I like I li- stuff too, I, I like sitcoms. Like, as I've gotten older, and oh, it's, dude, it's, I have guilty pleasure. I watch sitcoms. It's my guilty pleasure. It's, it's, no matter how bad they are, yeah. if they get canceled in season one, I will watch them. I've, I, it's, it's exactly the same thing. I've, as I've gotten older, I realize I like more and more ABC sitcoms. Because they're just dumb and they're fun. Dumb and fun. And you turn your brain off and you go, ha ha ha, dad jokes. Yeah. That's and I, it. And you know what it's like? Um, I watched the Will Sasso one. Which one was that one? I think it's called the, the Divided We Fall or something okay. like that. Which one was on? It was on ABC. Okay. Oh, yeah, it, it was on like, it was like 10 episodes and it was Will Sasso as a dad and it was just okay. Okay. And I was like, oh sweet, he finally made it. And I don't know if it's canceled or not, but it probably is. Mm, probably. But then we had like, the Keenan Thompson show was good. I didn't watch that yet. It's surprisingly I good. I want to watch that. The Rock show is awesome. I love Young the Rock. Ro- young oh. Rock, but we knew, but we knew Young Rock <laughs> we was going to be good. We knew Young Rock was going to be like, good. Young Rock, I watched American Housewife. I don't watch that one. That's from ABC. You should that watch Diedrich it. Bader's the dad in that one. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's Batman. Yeah, he, uh, he's pussy. <laughs> and that's that. Yeah. No, he's no. That's the one that's afraid of it. <laughs> His character is, but he doesn't. Yes, but he does. It. He does it, but he's afraid. <laughs> um, he definitely on that show. He does. Yeah. Um, so like American Housewife, I liked a lot. Um, Young Rock, I like. Dude, we a lot. love single parents. I fucking love. Single we were gonna parents. do a whole episode on single parents, but then I think COVID got, happened. I think you got COVID. Yeah, we got COVID. Not you I, got COVID. We, the COVID situation happened, yeah. and we weren't able to do our April Fool's yeah, episode, which would have been. We were parents. gonna talk about single parents because we love sitcoms. Yeah, single parents are great. Yeah, I love so single when they parents. announced Modoc was gonna be like a somewhat of a sitcom, we were both excited. Yeah, and when it wasn't, I can see you're more disappointed than I was. Yes, but I was still like. Ooh, I still don't think it's more sitcom because he wrote, also wrote. Pat Rosser also wrote AP Bio. Oh yeah, and, and I love AP Bio. I haven't watched season three yet because it's a Peacock original, and you have to like watch Peacock. You have to like pay for Peacock to watch it. I know. Yeah, I, I know where to find it. I know where to find it. They also announced season four for it. So yes, hype. But the thing, I like Patton Oswalt as comedian. Patton Oswalt's hilarious, and that's where like his stand-up's fantastic. It's something his filibuster. Time. From Parks and Rec was improv. It's all improv. And it was a great. ten minute improv scene. And, and I was like, "What? It's great! <laughs> it's great!" Have you watched the uncut version? No. There is an uncut version of when he's just doing it, and it's just retakes of like just different things he's saying. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Um, I love Pat Oswalt's comedian. Do you so favor because I meet our brothers every holiday, every Christmas time. He does this uh, breakdown of the song "Christmas Shoes." I cry. <laughs> I laughed that hard. I cried. Where, where do you find that? Is it like I, a podcast? No, no, that was on. Uh, it was one of his stand-ups from years ago. Uh, but it, it's like a like a maybe like a five to ten minute video of how mm-hmm. he breaks down the song Christmas shoes. Mm-hmm. I fucking cry. <laughs> it's become my. It's become a holiday staple at my house. That's how much I love that breakdown. I think you sent it to me. I think I sent it to you like every holiday. Star Wars filibuster. There's that one. Where's the ten minute one? It's eight minutes. There's yeah. extended cut. Watch yeah. list. You have to watch uh, Christmas, type in Christmas shoes, Christmas shoes, Patton Oswalt. And if, if you find the animated, like uh, the animatic someone made of it, it's even better. It, oh, that's the, one of these ones. Yes. The, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Give that little boy's mom cancer. I'm like, what? <laughs> I love that Oswalt. <laughs> she has me in Vietnam. I got to jack off the fucking women's shoes now. <laughs> then we have to con the man again. That's the only way we can jerk off. But yes, that's my thing. I, I had such high expectations because I love Patton Oswalt. If it wasn't him, I think I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have bothered me as much. That's fair. You you have Patton Oswalt as a high standard. Yeah. Kind of like his comedy. Yeah. If it was, you know what it is? I thi- and I have that whenever I hear, and I think we all do, in our, we all have that bias when we hear uh, 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 it's an actor or a musician or a writer that you like. 
doing a project. Yeah. And you have expectations for that role or that scene. Oh, yeah. or Whenever that Jake thing. Gyllenhaal does a movie, I'm like, yes. And I watch some of them and I'm like, why? Yeah. Like Demolition. Didn't like that one. I didn't Jake watch. Gyllenhaal. Okay. 27, 2016, I think okay. it was. Enemy. Ooh, Enemy's weird. Okay. He finds out he has like a weird like twin. It's not his actual twin, but like he has like a someone who looks just like him. And he's like he tries did, to like he invade does that the weird, life. like weird dark like indie movies. Lately. He does indie movies. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, Nightcrawler, he did. Oh my, no, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. No, it's good. No, it it's is good. So fucking. No, it's good. good. It's good. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying, like, he, that's no, whole, he's yeah. become a weird like indie actor now. But yeah, that's the whole thing. You know, like, he, at first, he was an indie actor. Yeah, I mean, and right. then he like in the middle of his career, he was like sitcom guy. And then he was, you and know, then he was Brooklyn indie actor. Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the one movie I haven't seen of his actually. You should because Heath Ledger's in it. I just haven't watched it yet. I don't like Heath Ledger. I think he's overrated. That's fair. Because so everybody was like, the Joker, ha! I am like, it ruined an entire Mark Hamill's the best Joker. Eat my ass. It, it, it ruined an entire generation. It did. It, it really does. Like, it, 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 it's the same reason why... I want to know it, how I got these scars. I'm like, no, I don't. don't. You fucking loser. <laughs> I don't shoot. Either tell me or shoot me now. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> tell me and let me live or shoot me and I, I just don't want to be here. Whatever <laughs> like, we we gets me out the fastest, <laughs> and do that. I'm like, out here. <laughs> I wish we had a podcast back then where we were just like shit on like <laughs> movies we didn't like. Like fucking bad. Like I, I, it, it's the, uh, again, the Dark Knight trilogy. It's, oh, it's okay. It's, it's poopy. It's okay. One movie's one is good as the first one. The first one's good. The second one has good scenes. And the third one's a dumpster. And the third one, the dumpster fire. Voice. It's a dumpster fire. I, uh, you could at me all day. You what can you find me on Twitter. I hate mean? that movie. I hate that movie. I need a sub. I watched anime and wanted subtitles in that movie. The fact that between the Bane voice and like Batman talking, like subtitles. Yeah, like it's me, Christian Bale. I am the Batman. Yeah, like I, I Batman what flying out of a nuclear, like uh, flying past a nuclear explosion gets me. Th- and he's, he and somehow he, lives and he's in France with Catwoman. Yeah, how? Yeah, like. Uh, and then I, Robin, and, uh, and the Robin reveal, which was, was so uh, so dumb, and it was like stroke the Dark Knight trilogy. They do. And it's not good. Le- again, the first one's good. Again, it's brainwashing. It's all brainwashing. It's, because that was the best Batman movie we had in years. Because yeah. it's the only Batman movie we had in yeah, years. Yeah, because before that we had the Schumacher run. We, we, that was what nineties. Yeah, we didn't have one for like ten years. Yeah, and then we got this, and we were like, oh yeah, look how great it is. Like yeah, Ben Affleck was better than Christian Bale, and he got yeah. one movie. <laughs> I love Ben Affleck Batman. They're like, oh, so it's not. Christian Bale's Batman. It's not supposed to be. No. It's supposed to be I'm excited older. for Robert Pattinson. I'm so excited so to see what he's going to do. I'll see what happens. He's going to fucking knock it out of the park. But he's going to get one movie. But we know, because we know society. I think he's going to get more than one. No. I think they're going to do a trilogy. We, yeah, we... I well, that's not, that's not Riddler. It's Hush. It's fucking Hush. Don't at me. That's definitely fucking... That shouldn't be Riddler. Oh, that's... A, yeah. That's going to be my one complaint. I, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to see that movie and be like, they're like, it's Riddler. And I'm like, that's fucking Hush. Oh, you're talking about Batman Hush from the animated movies? Yeah. That's fucking hush. No, it's apparently fucking Riddler. Yeah, like... That's what they're doing. That's exactly what they're Matt doing. Matt Reeves is just butt hurt, so he's like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just the design, because they make yeah. it a little bit more gritty. Which is fine, but the Riddler's yeah. not a gimp. Like... <laughs> I think he's only going to wear that for that one scene. He better... I, don't, I, I think he's going to hide what he looks like, and then once he figures out it's Enigma, he's going to take it off and be like, no need to hide. Because they hired Paul Dano, and he has a recognizable face. But again, he, it was Colin Farrell, and we think cum gutters Colin oh Farrell. Oh my god, so. Colin Farrell's weird. He's Penguin with cum gutters, but he's like, fat neck. And I'm like, he's like, hello, cum gutters. Like, yeah, what's going on? Like, if he was sexy if he was sexy Penguin, I would have had a problem. <laughs> I, I, I've said that a million times. They would have been an absolute... He looks good, but they gave him like a fat suit, and they gave him Which a lot cool. of makeup. I like, that. I like he, all that. He looks unrecognizable. I love that. Yeah. I love that. 
It would have been. I know what would have happened if he was still sexy. Colin Farrell. He would have. They would have gone up to the Iceberg Lounge. Bruce Wayne would have shown up at the Iceberg Lounge. He would. Have, there would have been a surreptitious scene. He would have walked out of the pool of the fucking pool. Yeah. I'm the penguin. <laughs> and I'm like, you're not the penguin. <laughs> It was like... Wish me the penguin. Get yeah. out of here. What are you doing? I'm the penguin. Yeah. He's going to be super Irish. <laughs> yeah. Colin Farrell's very Irish. He's very Irish. He's very Irish. <laughs> Again, if this movie would have departed. <laughs> departed. <laughs> like, it would have been More like... More Boston than Irish, but yes. He would have been absolutely been sexy-looking penguin, dripping wet. If like, this was a Joss Whedon movie... Yes. Oh, 100%. If this was the Joss Whedon Batman movie, then yeah, penguin would be hot as fuck. Yeah, like... <laughs> and it was, and the, it was like the tuxedo shirt over... Naked barrel chested Colin Farrell. He wouldn't even he wouldn't even wear a tuxedo. He would just wear the jacket, and then you would just see his abs the whole yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Every fight he would have like he would have like shoot pants on. Yeah, shoot. no, 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 no shoes. pants, no shoes, just the jacket, jacket, shirtless, <laughs> maybe a tie, a tie that goes around like loosely goes around his neck, <laughs> like because, he's just always ready to rip his clothes off. Yeah, like he just fucked. Visible cum gutters all the time. Right, like he just fucked. <laughs> That's what it is. Like, he just fucked. And he's trying... He's like, see how ties look on him in the mirror. That's exactly what would have been, happened. I was just about... I am so glad that's that We're talking happened. about Colin Farrell being good-looking, and I was just about to talk about Idris Elba, and then I was like, wait. I was going to say, Idris Elba should be in a DC movie. He is going to be in a DC movie. He's going to be in Suicide Squad. <laughs> I also want him as Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> We're okay with, with him being everybody. We talked about this last yes. episode. We're okay with Idris Elba replacing literally any character. <laughs> they have to stay in this exact uniform of the character he places. Yeah. That's the one rule. Yeah. If he plays Black Widow, he has to wear her exact uniform. <laughs> I mean, he has to let it out in certain areas, because let's be fair, it's like in Black... And we talked about this off mic about uh, Batwoman. Yeah. You definitely let that suit out in certain places. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> Javicia, I think... Is it Leslie? Javicia something? Something like that. I her can't. last name has an L. Uh, she is not the same body type as Ruby Rose. No. We found that. Go on her Instagram. Uh, you'll, uh, you'll, you'll thank me later. Yes. And Jesus... How does she fit into that suit? I, like, it's like when um. Baby powers and prayers. It's it's like when uh, Henry Cavill was told he's gonna be super. Yeah, yeah. He was already a model. Yeah. But then he got really, really huge, and he ripped the first suit. I feel like Javicia ripped the first suit. She was like, I was like oof, no. She was like, she flexed, oh, and I was like, boom. Oh, she big. Oh, Damn. Yeah, she good. Stick with eight C's. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wouldn't. I was trying to avoid being that bad. Being that derogatory. Yeah. Didn't care. <laughs> You're like, I'm married. I have a kid. I'm married. I have a child. It's fine. My, my my life's over. <laughs> any any last words about Modoc? Oh yeah. Um, like I said, that's my whole thing. Like it wasn't. Um, like I said, my, my, it's my only knock on it, and we covered the good, the good stuff. And there's no storyline. Normally, I would spend time talking about storyline adapted, but there is none. Um, but then, if you like comedy, definitely check it out. It's on Hulu. Watch it. The more people watch it, we'll get a season two. Hopefully, yeah. Keep doing that, guys. You it's got eighty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Show. Please understand everything that you do and watch and talk about does help show. Especially shows with get streaming a, services. Yes, definitely get a new season. Definitely do that. Please do Except that. Except Jupiter's Legacy, canceled in its prime. <laughs> Albeit, it was not that good. It's not good. But and we explained why. Give me, season, wait, give me season two, just to finish off the book, and then you can do Super Crooks. Yeah, and have Hutch in there. And Super Crooks is an anime now. Well, it was already going to be animated. Oh, okay. It was supposed to be animated the whole time. Oh, nice. I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that. I thought it was going to be live action. It's supposed to be cool. animated. Awesome. Taking place in even better. Universe. Awesome, guys. So they can have Josh Demel show up. Yeah. And just be like, oh, it's Utopia. And he's like, I'm Josh Demel. I'm like, okay. Oh, sure. Yeah. Again, uh, we if you want to see us rant and rave about Jupiter's Legacy, watch that episode. I wouldn't say rave. 
Watch us rant about how bad that this series was. Wasn't that, I, I liked it. I liked it but too. But I didn't. I haven't read the book. But in then the I line. showed you that page, and, I was and like, you're oh, like, Whoa. "They should have done this." Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. They do this story, and you're like, "Cause they suck," and I'm like, "That's true." Yeah, that's right. All right, let's talk about our books this week now. Yes. Hunter, start with your book this week. So I read Supergirl: Woman of Tomorrow, written by Tom King, with art by it's someone oh, new, uh, by Billquist Evely. And colors by uh, Matthias Lopez. Or L- Lopez? There's no Z, it's an S. It opens it's up. It's Lopez. It's just. It's. Yeah, it's a Lopez. Like Lopez. Yeah. I don't know it's if it's like pronounced a little differently. And so it opens up with a new character telling the story of her father's death and how she wants to hire somebody to help her get revenge on this guy named Krem. So she ends up going to a seedy bar and she gets her sword stolen by this dude who's like a big old jerk face. And. Um, <clears throat> Supergirl being drunk off her ass because she has to go to a red sun planet to actually experience being drunk is officially 21 and decides to pick a fight with this guy to give the sword back to the girl and after a fight ensues she ends up going home to her ship before she's about to leave and that's all I'm going to say about it for the plot at least yes, uh, originally before I picked this up I thought it was written by Tom Taylor but that's because he's writing Superman yes Tom he is. King but uh, it's very Tom King issue one. Yes. It is a lot of story for characters that were n- are never going to show up ever again. He does this a lot. So as much as I do like this book, it bog- I get bogged down by this character I don't care about. I want to read a Supergirl book. The first eight pages don't have Supergirl in it. Not what I'm here for, Tom King. I'm sorry. But it is an eight issue miniseries. So reading it all as a whole, once it's all collected or once it's all released... Is going to be a dream. That's why I'm waiting on Strange Adventures. I'm like, I read the first couple issues and I was like, oh my god, this is confusing. It's heavy. When it's like, all Strange Adventures is heavy. Yeah. Same with this is pretty heavy too. It's, it's got a lot of it's got a lot of themes in it. That's fair. That are they're going to touch on later with Supergirl trying to find her own legacy and become closer more to the Superwoman we got in Future State. So we're going to get a lot of character development for Supergirl who hasn't really got that much since New Fifty Two. Yeah. She kind of showed up, became a Red Lantern, and then was there. Yeah. Her New Fifty Two run was not great. Okay. The back end of it got better. Yes. Right after the... Around the Red Lantern stuff and afterwards was yes. really good. The beginning was like... Red okay. Daughter Forward has been good. Yeah. It was good. So, I don't hate this book, but I definitely thought it was better than it... Like, was better than it is. Alright, so what's your worst moment in the book? Worst moment in the book? The opening. Okay. I just don't care for this new character in the slightest. Yeah. Because I know she's not going to show up ever again. Maybe. If Tom King does a book in this universe, like with space stuff, she'll show up again. But when Super, Supergirl's not going to take her to Earth and be like, okay, bye. She has a family. She has a whole world she's in on this yeah. book. She's on her own planet, which is a sp- planet in space, but filled with humans. Only humans. There's no aliens. It's all humans. Well, well they're only aliens. I know, but you know they're all humanoid-based. Yeah, of course. They're all Terran-based, I yeah. should say. And, like, it's just, it's, it's it's Supergirl, but Conan the Barbarian. And I wasn't interested in it as much as I thought uh-huh. I was going to be. Because when it was first pitched, all the covers I see and all the stuff I'm seeing is her hanging out in space doing space stuff. Yeah. And to be fair, from what I can gather by the end of this, her and this new girl are going to go do space stuff. But issue one, very slow burn. I did not like it. Okay, so what's your, all right, so tell me one positive about the book that you did like. Art's phenomenal. Art is clean. I do like the art. The art is so good. And the colors, oof. We should find. We should try to get this guy. On <laughs> is that what it is? Is that what it is? <laughs> these these people know what to do with their artwork. Yeah, uh, I do like how Supergirl is portrayed as well. Okay. Her character is very like 
disheveled and I need to find a place in the world because John is taking over my job basically because Superman was always like, don't worry, Kara, you'll take over for me when I leave. Absolutely. And then John shows up and she's like, oh, he's 10. Time skip, but it's only for John. John comes back, he's 17. She's like, we're so close in age now. We're th- they're four years, five years apart now. But only yeah. because they just upped her to 20, 21. Because after that, she didn't really have, like, an age. No, she's always she's, been... She's 21 in this book. Yes. She was 20 last week. Now she's 21. Yeah. So, she was always, like... When John came back at 17, she was like, well, now what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. And then Future State, she had that story where she was like, all right, I'm here doing stuff. And it's like, all right, but she doesn't do any of this in her book. So, no. what's going on? So, this is what's going to branch it over. So, I'm like how they portray her as, like, a disheveled character that we never really see her do. Because she's usually, like, uptight. Yeah. And in this, she's like... Also, like, we've talked about this before. I think... I, I've said this before about certain characters. Some characters just need to age. Yeah. Some characters just need... You can't play them as a child forever. Damien needs to fucking age. Damien needs to age. John aged too quickly. He was introduced... I'm okay with John... I, I'm okay with John aging no, no, no. for the reason... For the way they did it. No, not. But, but the, Damien also never has aged. Damien has been around since, I want to say, 2008. Just about. John I, has been around since 2015, and he's aged s- seven years... Well, Damien is age three. Right. Because he's a teenager. He's 13 now. Yeah. I think it was 10 when he was introduced. Yes, he was. So, in I, 10 years, 10 plus years, he's only age three. Right. Or John aged seven in two. Right. Like, I, I don't mind. I understand why they did it. It was a Bendis choice. But, why? I don't care. I, I think he's 14 now, but still. What? Uh, Damien. I think Damien's 14 yeah. now. So, Damien's the same thing. With Damien, I think Damien should have aged a little bit more. And bring him to, like, a middle teenager, like, 16, 17. He should be, like, 15, 16. Yeah. But they, they don't age Tim either. Tim is maybe in college. Maybe. I don't mind that. Like, that's fine. Like, Tim, like, certain characters that you can keep kind of around the same age. Like, that's because Dick's been, fine. like, 25 for 10 years. Dick is anywhere between 25 and, like, 43. <laughs> <laughs> 25 and 35, thank you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> same with Barbara. Right. I, I don't mind, because they're... They're adult in the... Because, again, uh, to, you can't give them exact age because that ruins well, continuity cause, cause time. Because Batman's age is canonically 35, and that means he adopted... If Dick is 25, that means he adopted him when he was 10. Which is true. No, no, not Dick when he was 10. Bruce adopted him when he was 10. Right. I understand, like, yeah. d- d- 10 years apart, whatever the age he adopted him when... But, like, if he adopted him at 14, Bruce is only, like, what, 24? Right. When he adopted Dick? Yeah. Possible, but, like... Which is fair. But he, he comes off as just such a... Like, a the timeline stuff with Batman is weird. Well, in he's general, like thirty-five or thirty-two is Bruce's age, and you're like, what? No, Bruce is actually cannot. Most times he's thirty-five. Anywhere between thirty, he's his late thirties. No, sorry, he's always supposed to be. He's supposed to be in his forties, mid to late forties, mid. Uh, sorry, early to uh, to mid forties. Because mm-hmm. you can't have him that too much older, where he's like doing all this stuff with his body. In year one, he's twenty-five. Okay. So that means he was like 30-something when he adopted Dick. 26 when he becomes the Batman. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, so around 30 when he adopted Dick. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. So canonically, he should be anywhere between 35 and 40. Yes. Where Dick should be anywhere between 25 and 30. So Tim should be about 20, 21. And he Jay- should be like cars age. Well, no, we know that Tim isn't 21 because Jason asks him to drink and Tim goes, I'm not What's old that? enough to drink. Back in We Are Robin. Yeah, after that, they make him... Because he's a teenager. He's, they talk about well, Young he's Justice. he's in Young Justice. And yeah. he, they talk about him, he drinks in Young Justice. He does. Okay, yeah, he's so a teen, he's he, an adult. That means, okay, so he's at least 21. Everyone, because he comes back from college. That's the whole story in Young oh, Justice. okay. Because him and, and Stephanie we know Connor is to go to college. That's the whole story. We like, know Connor's 23. Connor say it. Yes, they outright say it. Because Connor, all the people that would have been Jeff John's Teen Titans ever mm-hmm. are, should be in their early 20s now. Yeah. Dick should be... Jason and 
Dick are around the same age. Roy is around the same age as Jason. Roy is a little bit, yes. Wally is around the same age as Dick. Dick. Donna, Dick, Gar. And Barb. Barb are all around the same age. Yeah. The original Teen Titans are all around the same age. Yeah. Maybe one or two years different. Cyborg, I think, is the oldest. Cyborg is considered. the old. Of the original Teen Titans, he's the oldest. Yeah. Because he's like. Because of the new timeline nonsense, but he's also yeah, still the o- oldest yeah. of them. He's around Dick. He's older than Dick. Yeah. Um. So yeah, all the original Teen Titans guys, like the the classic five, um, Tim, sorry, Tim, Dick, uh, Roy, Gar, Donna, and Wally are all around the same age. Yeah. So having Supergirl be twenty one now, and Connor be twenty three, and Tim being like twenty one, well, twenty two. Boys age to make him younger. Yes, I hate because the new fifty two, he was the same age as uh, Tim. Yeah, I hate that because Tim was Red Robin. And I hate it. I fucking hate when they do that. Yeah, so go back to Supergirl. Characters need to age. Finally, she's aging. Sorry yes. for the ranting. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very, very just, heavy episode. Well, it's because age is a thing that happens in comics where yeah. it's hard it's to... It's hard, hard to, to do. Because, like, you can either... Sometimes you need to... And, again, that makes sense. She should be Superwoman now. She should be 25. Yeah. She should be the same age as Dick, but she's not. She's younger than Dick, which doesn't make any sense. No, she is younger than Dick. She's always been. No, no but I, I'm... This is, like... Five or six years younger than Dick. That's fine. I think she's only. I think she should only be like third, like three years younger than Dick. She should be at least twenty four right now. Well, so going back to pre fifty two, she was a teenager when she came back to Earth. When she came to Earth, yeah. that's the whole story of pre fifty two with the Superman Batman story. Yeah. Um, and she has a crush on Dick, mm-hmm. and when she joins the Outsiders, she tries to hook up with Dick, and Dick's like, "You're a child." <laughs> okay. And he's like. You're too young for me. Get away. Like, Woo, Stargirl, Stargirl, Starfire, please. Yeah, like he's like uh, that. The piece of like fried alien ass. That's me. Like <laughs> that. She's my age bracket. Is okay. If you are a child. What's weird is we have in the Teen Titans Academy book him flirting with Starfire, and in the Nightwing book him flirting with Barbara. They in fact they make, take place at the same time. Yes, and they make they actually pour that out in Teen Titans Academy. They do. They yeah. go, "Why are you macking?" And so and like, sorry. <laughs> uh, he gets out of bed with Corey, and he gets a phone call from Barb, and he's like, "She's like." Oh, he's like, yeah, I'm going to be leaving soon to go back to Bloodhaven for a while, which yeah. leads into Nightwing. Yeah. And, like, him moving in with her and shit. Yeah. It's like, he is a... We're okay. G. We're okay for things to be polyamorous around Dick's relationship, because Dick is... Just don't be dick head about it. Yeah, just don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah. So, yeah. yes. I like that she's becoming, like, when you talk about, like, I do like the fact she's becoming a woman. Yeah. So. We're giving it, we're getting progression. We're giving it, out of three. Okay. I don't like the opening. That's right. The first, like I said, you don't see Supergirl for the first eight pages. Okay, we talked about this. Even before. it could be even more pages. I just said eight because that's what it looks yeah. like. Yeah, but be again, more. as you said, and and I do agree with you one percent. Tom King's openings can be a little rough. Yeah, the only one that's, that's not rough is Sheriff of Babylon. Oh, that open that opens. Oh yeah, Mister Miracle. We said that before. Yeah. Those two books open, and they're like, okay, I know everything's going yeah. on. When you read, here's in crisis. That was hard. Batcat's hard. Here's in crisis. Is like, what the fuck? To be fair, Batcat has to. You have to know. What's going on yeah. in the no what fifty plus issues? Yeah, which is fair. Five issues that's he fair. did, which is fair. As I give that, that one a break. And here's, here's the, in crisis is a mystery on purpose, but it's still like whoa. Here's in crisis got check fucked out, to the editorial. Check out Rorschach. Check out Strange Avengers. Check out this. Yeah. Check out Omega Men. You're like, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 good, but very confusing. That's fair. So ultimately, my book. I did seven stories from Aftershock Comics. Aftershock book. Uh, written by Evan Dartry and art by Ricardo Latina. Um, this is a what I love about this book, I'm going to jump right into it. It opens up with D'Artagnan, who is one of the Musketeers. It's actually titled, subtitled, The Last Musketeer for the issue. Um, D'Artagnan, for those of you who don't know, is from the literary book, uh, Three Musketeers. Um, and the entire book is a setup for this kind of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen style uh, book uh, adventure with famous literary swordsmen. 
Uh, you have D'Artagnan, you have Don Juan, you have Cyrano de Bergerac, you have the Captain Blood. Uh, these were all big, like, swashbuckling, like, thing, uh, heroes. Um, I knew when this, I, I heard about this book coming out. I was like, all right, cool, why is it called Seven Swords? And there's the tagline was, seven famous swordsmen are coming together. And I didn't know what the hell that was until I actually read the book when it came out this week. Um, it's awesome. The art's phenomenal. Um, the story is, is them, it's really about, um... Yeah, um, really about um, D'Artagnan starting to get ready to gather um, these other swordsmen to fight against the Cardinal. It's set in a, fix, uh, a fictional um, Europe. Um, set in a fictional Europe. What's happening? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go read Radiant Black. <laughs> I picked it up while you were talking. I apologize for interrupting. <laughs> what is happening? This book is so good. I know it is. Um, also, this is funny. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh okay. But right. he, because he's uh, the his fourth, boys are watching. Because, him. Yeah, because he sees that ghost all the time. <laughs> They're like, nice. They're like, good on you, man. Good on you. <laughs> ghost, uh, ghost high fives. Um, but again, it's a really cool book. If you're a fan of old school English books, um, that's like a book for you. It's great. It's full of action. Um, and again, like many aftershock books, they have like a little like extra page. Which is dope as hell, and you know I love this shit. Oh yeah, with the little the like, character bios. Yeah, I love this, and it tells you like the kind of the book where they come from. Um, I love it. It's cool. Um, I'm giving it a four out of five. My Ooh. only my I'm giving it a four out of five because on its own, without anything, without <laughs> anything at all, I like it a lot. But because it's heavy into very much like League of Story, League of Story, gentlemen. If you don't know the characters, it's like, like oh, cool, they're in this book. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of lost to something. I, I knew D'Artagnan, and I knew Cyrano de Bergerac. I forgot about Captain Blood, but it's referenced in um, Spatial Powers, actually. Yeah. That's the only reason why the name clicked for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, that was in um, Spatial Powers. Um, but yeah, it's it's very much like that. Like it's like this. You'll miss like the references they're making, like the stuff that, that made you go, holy shit, James Bond's in this book? And like yeah. League of Strange Gentlemen, mm-hmm. like you should You're be like, do- Whoa. you should be doing that for this, but I can understand why people are gonna miss it. Yeah. But yeah, definitely four out of five. I love it. Now we're talking about the store, book of the week. We're doing Jupiter's Legacy Requiem. Full disclosure, we're not gonna go full spoilers into this. This no. is a thick book, and I don't wanna cover too much of it. I just wanna kinda skim through it. So it opens up giving us recap of what happened in the last couple series. We then get a look at all the new, uh, since it jumped up to 20, I'm sorry, 51. Yes. We have all of the kids that, so, um, as a preface, Lady Liberty and Hutch, Hutch had. Yes. Or, yeah, new Chloe and Hutch. Chloe and Hutch. So, this is a direct sequel to the, um, Troopers Legacy, Troopers Legacy, Legacy Volume 2, where we're in the future where their son, who now is in the Utopian in, in this book, um, he, at the end of that book, he was the only child. And now they have two more. Uh, three more. Or there's four of them. I thought that's, what, that's what the B cover is. Oh, it's all four of them? It's the four kids. One, the chubby one is the one that has no powers. Oh, uh, the techno guy. The, the techno the... auto, and then like the only daughter. She doesn't Ooh. have a name. So they didn't give her a name, but she does the... Oh, her name, her name is Chloe. Okay, okay. And she does the um, like same stuff that Walter thing, does. Yeah. Same stuff that Walter does a little bit. Okay. So, and then we have this guy. That's like your cousin of theirs. Yeah. yeah. So, we, so, so we, like, like I said, we open up on them... Living their lives, stopping disasters, being superheroes. Also, in the opening, these three monitors is how the book Jupiter's Legacy ends. Nice. I like that. 
to the trust I'll figure it out. And like I said, I don't want to go into full spoilers, but we get to see a recap of like everything that's going on and where the characters are. We see Hutch again. We see Chloe doing yep. stuff. We see um, Brandon has like a weird son that we're not going to go too much into. Yes. And it's just like Brandon has his own adventures that he's doing. So we get Well, a, Brandon is in jail. Well, we get more of that. Yes. This. But it's cool to see like, hey, this is we have our own story that we're telling, but also we're going to set you up with everything that we're going to tell as well. We're continuing yes. what we're doing. We have our own story and we have all these characters that we're introducing and they introduced them all pretty well. So like I said, I don't want to go full spoilers. It is like 80 pages, I think. And it's it's a big beefy book, but it's a beefy baby. But this is it's good. It's it's very wordy, it's very Mark Millar, but it is a good book and I really recommend you check it out. Uh, I can give it a 5. I don't, like I said, I don't want to go too spoilery. The art is fantastic. It's done by Tommy Lee Edwards. Yeah. Have you ever seen his work? Oh, he's good. So, the, what's cool about the book, it is a direct sequel for Jupiter's Legacy. Um, if you haven't, if you didn't read it, you should definitely read it. It does. It's very much a book that you have to read the, the prequels to get into. Mm. Um, I thought they did a quick rundown of the series. It's fantastic. Uh, you do meet the new, the new generation, which is great. There's a big fucking twist at the end. Um, yup. And it does continue on... Jupiter's Legacy is built on time jumps. That's what the original book That's was. That's why it jumps to 2051. Right, because the first book ends with... Uh, we can spoil it now, because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, the first book, end, uh, the volume one, ends with like Hutch and Chloe on the run with their and they son. they jump a couple years later. Uh, when he's a baby, and then they jump to him when he's like a, like five or... Like, yeah. Anyway, like six and ten, I can't remember how old he is um, at that point, when they're, they're, the superheroes are taking over. The, uh, the supervillains are... Uh, stopping the supervillains. I think he's like five. Cause is the, he that young in there? Because the oldest son isn't that much older than the second son. They say they're pretty close in age. Yeah, because he's the oldest. Because not, she's not even pregnant in... Chloe's not even pregnant in volume two of uh, uh, Legacy. Yeah, this order. Yeah. I believe. Oh, something like this. Um, I was pointing to the quietly cover. Yeah, um, um, but I do like it a lot. Um, I'm glad Quietly is not doing the art. Let's be fair. I like Quietly, but in small doses. I I like him for Jupiter's Legacy. I do like him for the yeah, entire run. This would be. I like this. This is too like techno. This is a lot of tech stuff. I need not future shit. It, it, you know what? It would have reminded me of his Batman run, and yeah. I liked some of his art stuff on Batman, but in doses. Yeah, the Morrison one. Yeah. Yeah. But in doses, I like the fact that we get to see like the expanded family. Which is really fucking cool. You get to meet all the new characters, basically. And, and like, then, the like... This is, honestly, superhero Game of Thrones. Where yeah. it's, like, family yeah. drama. Yeah. Oh. Superhero Kardashians, actually. You know, that... And then, and then they give us some reveals of, like, what? stuff that happened in the past with Jupiter's Legacy and Jupiter's Circle. Yeah. And it's like, what? And I'm like, that's I not read what that happened. All, uh, like, that's not what happened yeah. in the book. I, like, I didn't see that. Like, that's not what happened. No. Yeah, it's good. And I think what makes me hyped for this is because, one, it's a long-awaited sequel that I... I Let's be fair. Anytime Mark Millar announces he's doing a book, it's a sequel to a project he's been working on for 18 years. Uh, and I immediately go, I want it. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter what they're announcing. Um, the only book that he kept consistent was Kick-Ass. Yes. Um, he doesn't even do it. They're already announced like, in the back of this. Like, it's not a spoiler, but the, the house ad is... Oh, yeah. Which is yep. dope. Um, that's coming. Magic Order's coming back, which is cool. Um, but again, it's very much something where I'm like, uh, I want this. I, I, I trade read... Uh, because I have her habit now. Ooh. I didn't see that. What happened? He has an afterword that says, oh, Jupiter's Legacy is the biggest show in America and the big, highest number on Netflix. There was. It was. It, not it, was. it, was, it was number one for a, a bit. It's Yeah, it's not... It's not the, being number one does not mean it's good. Apparently he's in Scotland right now. Yeah, that's where he's from. 
I thought he uh, was here for a while. I thought he moved to Cali when he was young. Oh, he might have. Anyway. Anyway. Um, I like like this a lot. I like this as very much like a fan of the of the franchise. Um, I and I was very I was very worried going into this, going, oh, we're just gonna see him uh, the sudden growing up, and he's gonna be like looking for the answers that we kind of left off on, mm-hmm. going right into that. I'm glad, like, we don't have the answers at all from the last series. I, we have no answers. There was no, like, how that, and that's why I'm glad the screens that were at the end of Legacy yeah. are the opening of this going, mm-hmm. no, he still hasn't solved these three yeah. answer, questions yet. And it's really cool, and he's still at this, even at this age, with his own family, looking for the island and doing all this other stuff that he was supposed to be doing when he was younger. Um, it's cool. I like the setup. Um, I like the art a lot. Um... Yeah, it's cool. It's awesome. And the twists in this book are phenomenal. So, I'm giving it 5 out of 5. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm giving it 5 out of 5. It's it fucking great. It is really, really good. I'm honestly surprised. I was so fucking worried. I was worried it was going to be dog shit. So was I. I was like, this could either be so good, which yep. it is, or so, so bad. You know what it is? It's very... It's been out of the spotlight for years, because Legacy 1 and 2 came out, and then like immediately Circle came out. Yeah. And then we waited like 6 years for this. Yeah. And I was like, this could be so bad, but it's so good. Mark Millar still got it. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. So. <sighs> so this guy sent sent me, he goes, oh, can I get uh, the track off? Like, it's already pulled. It's all yours. Big episode. James closes out. All right, guys. You can Thanks for listening. You can head over to our website, andrewscomics.com. Check out this week's previews and new releases. Follow us on Instagram at Andrews underscore comics. The podcast Instagram, Andrews Amazing Podcast. The Twitter, Andrews Amazing. For up-to-date news. Also, with any open uh, requests, and if you guys are doing independent books, hit me up there, um, and we'll take a look at your independent book. I have a book I'm covering next week from an indie writer. Oh, thanks for letting me know, homie. You have, an account. <laughs> you have access to the account. What account? The uh, Twitter for us, for the podcast. Yeah. I don't. It's on oh, there. No, I, I haven't logged oh, into it. Yeah. On my phone yet. I've, you gave me the password. I haven't logged in. Oh, okay. Send I think it's me again. My Twitter keeps like taking me off my accounts. Okay, yeah. I, so it took me off the or oh, the Android one. Yeah. Because I took from lack of being used. So yeah. that's what it is. But I'll it, send you it resends me you. again. Um, uh, Android's amazing. Again, if you have topic requests, if you have independent books that you're writing, definitely shoot me there. Uh, and then again, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend, and support. Oh, support your local comic shop, and have a nice day. Peace.